You're listening to The Nerd Table, part of the CKCC Radio Family of Podcasts. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcast. Happy New Year, friends. Welcome to the first Nerd Table of 2021. It's really crazy that we're actually saying that. It's even crazier that it's episode 21, the first one of 2021. This show is now old enough to drink, legally that is. My name is Chris no, O'Mealy. It's, it's 21 weeks old, <laughs> not 21 years. Oh, now. Uh, close with enough. The, with the semantics yeah, super, here. Super close enough. Half a year versus 21 years. Yes. <laughs> I am Chris O'Mealy, and this gentleman who has no problem getting 21 week old drunk is Dan Peck. Am I? I, I ain't know. been drunk in my life, bro. Yeah, you that are not. You, remember. you are not a drinker. I know that. And that man, who has been drunk multiple times, is Eric Flores. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I got completely wasted. It was actually on my 21st birthday, so. Oh, I have a, I have a 21st birthday story, too. Let's hear it, Eric. Come on. Oh, 21st mine? birthday okay. stories. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I lived in Orlando, Florida. Uh, there is a downtown Orlando. It's filled with a bunch of clubs, basically, and on your 21st birthday you would go around and you show them your id you can prove that it's your birthday they'll give you one free shot as long as you buy like a drink so we went around to like three or four different clubs so yes that's like eight drinks basically and we ended the night over at this place called uh mako's which mako's is um it's basically a strip club right like it's not really a strip club but it's basically a strip club and uh one of my friends was just like hey I dare you to go up there with the uh, the dancers who are on the swing so we can get a picture. And uh, drunk me was like, fuck yeah. So, <laughs> so I go up there and I show them like my ID and everything. Tell them it's my birthday. And my friends wanted to take like a get a picture of me because, you know, this is not something I normally do. And they were totally OK with it. They were just like, yeah, sure. They, go, they put me on the swing. We swung. They like swung on my lap and everything. They got pictures of it. And um, then I had the shot. And then I don't remember too much. (laughs) But apparently I made a big hissy fit saying that I wanted to go to like the Hard Rack Cafe in Tampa. I wanted to gamble. And my friend was like, no. But I don't know. Sometimes I could be persuasive because the next thing I knew, we I woke up in Tampa Casino. And my friend was just like, I can't believe you made me drive you all the way to Tampa. And I was like, I can't believe you drove me all the way to Tampa. <laughs> but we ended up going over to the Hard Rack Casino. Uh, and I made enough money to break even. But keep in mind, I did end up paying for a room at the Hard Rack Hotel. And we played all night. And I got sick, like, real bad. I threw up so much in that, like, in that hotel bathroom. <laughs> but... I didn't spend a single dime. So apparently I'm good at gambling when I'm drunk. Or I mean, I'm just really lucky. Good for you. Yeah. Hey, Hard Rock uh, Hard Rock Casino is where I had my bachelor party. Yeah. Do you remember that you did not attend my bachelor party because you were not allowed to? I don't remember why I was not allowed to. I remember why you weren't allowed to. Want to share? Well... I don't know if the uh, person you're with wants me to share, but that was basically the reason. You guys were in a new relationship, and I don't think she was very comfortable with the bachelor party idea. 
because we were also uh, going to a strip club. Right, right. But I don't actually, I don't, to be fair, to be fair. To be fair. I don't remember if that was a decision made by her or made by you out of respect to her. So I'm going to be fair and at least say that. I, I want to so say it was it, made by her. It was <laughs> probably. No, I want to say it was probably made by me because it was very new. And at the time before this, uh, it, it, in the in the world of Disney, it's very hard to find a relationship, but very easy to get laid. And I was past the point of where I just wanted to get laid and I wanted a relationship and I didn't want to fuck things up. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Chris knows what I'm talking about. Well, I don't but, know about you, but everybody I know that worked at Disney found their significant other at Disney. Right. So, seems pretty fucking easy to me. <laughs> well, we both I mean, did. Yeah, but you guys were looking for the same thing. Yeah, and you got to admit, a lot of the college program people don't necessarily want relationships, but they want to hook up. They want fuck relationships. Yep. Yeah, I know. I did the college program. <laughs> So and I, uh, and I lived yeah, it, I, I lived I it Vista way. Do the college program? I mean, I I did the college program. If you really think about uh-huh. it, yeah, yeah, you did it all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really fun bachelor party. The only uh, who was it wasn't a lot of people who ended up going. I only had four friends actually you know what the best commit. Part was that Eric wasn't there. No, no. That was the best part. I was there in spirit. He made me drive, though. So I couldn't get completely wasted. But I also didn't want to get wasted because I wanted the memory of the bachelor party. Also, had I gone, you would have had the memory. Well, also, thanks to the college program as a large, uh, I no longer was interested in getting wasted at that point in my life because college ruined me for that. Yeah, it was just it was too much too often because I lived with frat boys in the Vista Way ha- apartment. There were at least two frat boys in there. So and we were we ended up becoming the party apartment. We were the apartment security knew us very well. They were always coming up for complaints about us. Complaints and shots, complaints and shots. And then when the frat when the, the one frat guy got fired for falling asleep as a lifeguard. I won't even say his name because I don't want to embarrass him because he's a nice guy, but he was a lifeguard and he fell asleep hungover on duty and got fired. Uh, I remember me, my then roommate Brett and our other roommate Jeff cleaned that apartment top to bottom and it looked brand spanking new and like we didn't even recognize it because that had just been the uh, that had just been our life up to that point. (laughs) So, but it was a it was a very, very interesting time. But yeah, so your twenty first birthday sounded like a good time. It was uh it was a very interesting time. I, I, I definitely drank too much. Like I said, I had eight drinks. Okay, here's here's the question. Do you remember what the shot was that put you over the edge? Do you remember what it was of? Mm, no, but it had tequila in it. Oh, there you go. Well tequila invites all its friends. <laughs> <laughs> tequila is like I don't know what it was because I was I think I, I did mix my liquors, right? Because I didn't get to choose. Ah, uh, you rookie. I didn't get to choose what shots they gave me, and I'm not turning down free liquor. So I think the first place was definitely rum. It was nice. It was like a spiced rum shot. And then I ended up having a, um, oh, hi. Hi, Kiri. 
Oh, I Not heard that. Hear my cat. Oh, yeah, hi, Kiri. My cat okay. just walked in the room too. I don't know where she went. <laughs> I'm very sweet. <laughs> um, what did I? I had Jack and Coke for my first uh, drink, and then that's a good um, poison. Yeah, and then the next place that I went to, they just had they just gave me vodka as a shot. I'm like, who the fuck takes vodka as a shot? Whatever. So I took it, and then um, people who don't I can't pay, remember what I had that's there. What, that's where it gets. I can't. Yeah, for I can't remember if I had the um, gin and juice there or the next one. I want to say it was the next one. I can't remember what I had. Were you rolling down the street smoking Indo? (laughs) (laughs) So funny story. What made me pick the gin and juice was that song came on on the in the club. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna have a gin and juice. Oh, this is a sign. He said was (laughs) the last words he remembered saying. Right. But I do remember the the final shot or not the final shot. The third shot before the final shot was a shot of Jaeger because they, they let me pick and I saw the big Jaeger thing. I'm a big Jaeger guy. So I was like, all right, yep. Give me a shot of Jaeger. And then uh, my drink there was probably the gin and juice. I used to be and a then, big Jaeger bomb guy until the Jersey Shore ruined it. And I then, haven't watched it. So I don't know I, how I could- well, no, I didn't watch it either, but like, but I know that that became the thing. It would it became associated with dumbass Guidos doing Jaeger bombs uh, down the Jersey Shore and started negatively associating my proud home state. Don't at me, assholes. I love being from New Jersey. And everybody started associating that show with how everybody from Jersey was. So I was like, well, I guess I can never do this drink again because then everyone's going to be like, oh, you're just dumb Guido. And I already follow enough Italian stereotypes as it is, so yeah. There's nothing wrong with Jaeger bombs. I love Jaeger bombs. They're delicious. So, Chris, how did you celebrate your 21st birthday? I met Brett the Hitman Hart, one of my childhood heroes, on my 21st birthday. (laughs) The uh, the 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 autograph session was at the Willowbrook Mall in New Jersey, which is actually right near where I wasn't going to school in Montclair yet, but it was uh, right near that college. And four friends came with me: uh, Mike Simsek, C.J. Hardman, Jason Shin, and my old friend Matt, who is not part of the community. But I wanted to name drop those three guys because they were there. They were the only friends at the time that I had who were over 21 and also wrestling fans. So that was kind of the only real choice that I had as far as inviting people. I I was still pretty close with Pat and Jason Tamaro at the time, but I don't remember why they weren't available. I know they were invited. I know Pat was never a drinker, but... And we were going out to Hooters afterwards for drinks, but that didn't mean he still couldn't have come to meet the hitman. I know I invited them. They weren't available for some reason. And this would have been 05, so I wasn't really close with people like Joey Image yet because we had only just started really associating that year. And I couldn't invite any of the other wrestling people that I knew because they either all lived too far away or like in John Salinas and Chris Decker's case, they weren't 21 yet because they're younger than me. So... That was what it boiled down to. But we met Bret Hart. I don't have a picture with him. Pictures weren't allowed at this one. But 
my buddy Matt went before me and actually told Brett it was my birthday. So he, when he signed the DVD, he actually wrote happy birthday on it. And I still have that sitting on my shelf to this day, which was probably the coolest autograph I ever got there. I got to meet Brett Hart. And it was only, if it was 05, that would have only been four years after his big stroke. So he was looking really good. He was starting to do appearances again. And he was in good spirits. He was a very, he's exactly what I expected him to be. Very nice, very laid back, kind of quiet guy. But just very appreciative of all his fans, which is what I've always appreciated about him. He's, he is loves. that what you appreciate about him? Exactly. Everybody needs to watch Letterkenny. Show's great. And, uh, so it was, it was really cool. And then we went out to the, to Hooters. <clears throat> Hooters is where I actually have the story. So, of course, you know, they're all like, uh, oh, your first drink is on us. I don't remember what the drink was, but of course they told the girls it was my birthday. Do you guys know what they do at Hooters for your birthday? Have you ever seen a birthday at Hooters before? No. Okay, so they make you stand up on a chair and dance while they sing to you. And if you stop dancing, they will refuse to serve the other customers. That's the threat. But I didn't care because it was my 21st birthday. I had the, I had one of those giant, like from Spencer Gifts, it was like one of those giant like foam top Six. hats with yeah. with birthday candles on the tops, and it, so it was you know it was really goofy and everything. So I got up on the chair, I did the dance, the girls sang, and the restaurant was only like half full. I don't remember what day of the week it was back then, but the restaurant was only like half full, so I didn't mind making an ass out of myself because it was my birthday and I had some alcohol in me. So we sit back down at the table, and this guy comes over, and he's just like. Hey, does your father know you're doing a dance like that? And I'm like, what? And I thought it was just some guy at the bar being an ass. But no, it was actually one of the guys who worked for my father. <laughs> and I turn and I look and there's a bunch of people waving for me at the table. And at that table are the people who work for my dad and then my dad's boss. <laughs> it was basically everybody in the company <laughs> associated with my father was there except for my father. And I was like, oh. <laughs> apparently they were like, I think that's Bill's son over there. Yeah, they were right. So of course, uh, the next morning, now I'm feeling fine the next morning. Cause I didn't get, I didn't get pissed drunk. Like I said, things like that. I wanted the memories. So I never got drunk for it to the point where I would black out. I got happy drunk and then I stopped because there was no point in continuing going. Cause I was in a good mood. So the next morning, you know, I'm still living at home cause I'm in college and I think I was still, yeah, I was still at community college at the time because I was actually working there as a, as a part-time job. And I come downstairs and my father goes, so you have a good time last night? <laughs> yes. He goes, I heard you did. I'm like, damn, that traveled fast. But I always got a kick out of the fact that I did a birthday dance at a Hooters in front of all the people who work for my dad and then the guy my dad works for. That was always my big highlight for my 21st birthday. Well, you know, that and meeting one of your childhood heroes on your birthday. Yeah. November 17th, 2005 was a Thursday. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, so Friday, I, I wouldn't have had class on Friday. So, yeah, it was, I would have, I would, I was probably just going to work that day. So, there you go. That's crazy. Uh, I have a, I, I have a secondary 21st birthday story. So do you know what oh, happened? We had two of those? <laughs> well, no. This is this was associated from my twenty first birthday. We had a show. We had a wrestling show, I think, that Saturday. And uh 
every they all the wrestlers got in the ring and they announced it was my birthday and as a celebration for my birthday I got a 20 21 chops to the chest. Yeah. And I still have the picture of how ridiculously red my chest is with the giant handprints on it. But I remember I remember it was it was good ribbing. It was a good rib. It was intense and it definitely hurt. But uh, from what I understand later they told me that it was supposed to just be in fun and they were supposed to just chop me and have a laugh about it. But some of the guys were actually trying to hurt me and that actually pissed some of the people off. I was, I just took it in stride because what else are you going to do? And then they, uh, they ripped me a little more and they're like, well, you're in charge of taking, taking the ring, you know, putting the ring up and taking the ring down. You know, the joke was that they were, so I was going to quote unquote do all the work. But I turned that back around at them, and I'm like, well, you said I'm in charge, so you get this, you get this. And I'm like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I took charge, which they they appreciated the they appreciated the good nature of the rib, and I appreciated it back, and it was just a fun night. Uh that was also the night that John Salinas hit me in the face with a with a cream pie. Did like the pie to the face at the end of the night to uh as just part of the rib, but he stained the ring canvas so badly that they were never able to use it again with the pie. So that rib didn't exactly work work for his favor. Yeah, you got to be careful on the cream you use. Yeah, so they still they still rib him about that to this day. They're like, hey, remember that time you fucking ruined the ring canvas? The only ring canvas they had at the time, they had to turn it over and use the other side, which just looked like shit because it was always the bottom part. So hold up, hold up, hold up. That that's like detachable and stuff. You can replace that shit. Oh yeah, you can replace any part of the ring you want. Well, I knew about the ropes and whatnot, but that I okay. I didn't know that the. Oh uh, no, you can. Re- as a matter of fact, like WWE, it's a different mat every single show. They spend probably a way too money. much money. Sometimes they change it out during the show if they have a really bloody match and there's a lot of Which blood. Which I get if it gets nasty. Yeah, it out. get get rid of it. But if it's not nasty, use it for a couple more shows. Jesus Christ! Well, they they, they tried, but they they tried, but that cream pie is what did it in. So, yeah, and that it was fun because it, it was a fun show. Tito Santana worked the main event with Justin Glory. And he went with a flying burrito. No, Glory put him over. I don't remember if it was a burrito though. I don't remember actually, because uh, I, I think I was still. In pain and also dealing with the rib. So, but yeah, that was my 21st birthday. Did we save the best for last, Dan? <laughs> Did we, is this going to be the, t- the story to top them all or? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> now we find out why Dan doesn't drink. All right. Okay. Yeah. Why does Dan not drink? Well, let's see here. Uh, I went to a dry college. <laughs> That'll do so, it. Uh, a dry college? So, Does that even exist in the U.S.? It is when it's a private Christian school in the middle of the woods in bumfuck Minnesota, northern Minnesota. So, after a three-hour psych final... Jeez. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a uh, December birthday, so that would have been finals for college. Yeah, December fifteenth. Yeah, that's that's finals time. Uh, so after a three-hour psych final, 
which wasn't bad because it was a it was here watch the kid and answer these questions about analyzing the characters in the movie that's the movie where Bruce Willis has like an existential crisis and so the 8-year-old version of him shows up to help him wonderful it's actually a pretty fun movie but anyway uh so after that I went with two people who were barely friends of mine, but they were willing to pay for my dinner. Well, that's nice. <laughs> we'll be I friends. We'll that. be friends tonight if you're going to pay for my meal. Yeah. Anybody who wants to buy me food. Yeah. If be you my buy. Friend. Yeah. I want to. I want to put that out there for everybody who listens to this show. If you buy me food, I will be your friend. Like that is the easiest way to earn my friendship. <laughs> and we went to Applebee's. And so I had Applebee's that somebody else paid for. And then I went back to my dorm room. Do you remember your big Applebee's dinner? Your big birthday no. dinner? Like what I had and everything? No. It obviously was not memorable. <laughs> well, 21st birthdays. Uh, on the quick topic of birthdays, though, uh, has there ever been, like, a really memorable birthday party you guys had as a kid that you look back really fondly on? We weren't really big on birthday parties growing up, um, just because, like, we moved a lot. Uh, even though we stayed in Florida, we, we kind of just hopped around. And uh, hey, Why did you move a lot growing up? I know why I moved a lot growing up. Okay, well... We- <sighs> We moved from New York to Florida, right? So we didn't really have a lot of money when we first moved down because of the expense of just moving in general. Mm-hmm. So the first place that we moved to was just a super cheap, rundown place until we can get like footing here. And then once we made enough money to get out of that shitty-ass neighborhood, we did into another shitty neighborhood, but it wasn't as shitty. Slightly less shitty neighborhood. Yeah, and we just kept doing that until we got ended up going into a quieter neighborhood but yeah we just kept upgrading basically oh, so that was okay i moved a lot because my dad was in the navy <laughs> so a lot of yeah, in between connecticut and virginia growing up and then when my dad finally got out we were in new york how long was he in the navy uh eight ten years he was wow. in training when i was born in waukegan illinois and we were lived in Illinois for about three weeks <laughs> after I was born before he'd finished and they shipped him out. Damn. So I was like this three week old baby having to move to like Virginia, I think. Dang. Here I am. My parents are still in the house I grew up in. <laughs> yeah, but you still moved around a lot. But that was I I moved around a lot, but yeah. yeah. Because I lived in that house until I was 24, and until I moved, that was when I moved to Florida because I finished the internship at Disney, and then I started working there. And then I moved. Oh my god, I moved one, two, three, four, five. I had five different apartments in Florida in the six years I lived there. So there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Five apartments in six years, and. It- only three complexes, though, because two of those times that we moved across the complex to either a bigger unit or a cheaper unit. Oh, man. I remember, like, I had a, a – well, it's technically a great aunt of me and my 
grandmother's way younger sister. <laughs> she would move. She moved three times in the same building. Damn. So it was like move everything down to the basement room. Move everything up to a room on the second floor. The good thing is that you get that all done in one day. That's true. But it's a lot of stairs. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. Moving well, that with the stairs other... is the fucking worst. Well, that was the other thing. I remember uh, both. I lived in two di- two units in the same complex, and Eric remembers because he'd been to my apartment a bunch of times. We we were always on the third floor, so when we moved across the complex, we still had to move everything down from the third floor to the parking lot, drive it across, and then. <laughs> Back up to a third floor. Back up to a third floor. And I remember I told everybody, I said, I don't need anything arranged. Just get it in the apartment, and then you guys can leave, and everything's good after that. Like, Just get it inside the door. Just get it in the door. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Yep. <laughs> Wasn't about to argue with that. Nope. Not at all. Because you, know you know the rule of moving you have, is once once you move the bed, that's it. That's where you're going to be. So the bed is always the last thing that leaves and the first thing that goes in. Yeah, that's actually true. That's true. Because you get everything else out except the bed, so you can just sleep there that night. And then the next day, you move the bed, and it's like now you're dedicated. So. Yeah, we move the bed first because you don't want to have to go back to the old place after everything to go to sleep. I guess it depends on how you're doing it, though. For for uh, moving to Pennsylvania, the bed was the last thing that went in the U-Haul. And I remember that was the very first thing we did was we took the bed out and we actually physically set it up. And my dad goes, well, he goes, if nothing else tonight, <laughs> you'll we'll yeah, at least have a place to want. sleep. <laughs> yeah, you want it to that yeah, the, I mean, uh, If you're moving across town, that's one thing. But if you're moving more than an hour. Yeah. that It was that and the, uh, the futon. In the living room because my dad was going to sleep there that night because he was he helped us move up from Florida and then he was going to catch a flight back down. Because you don't want to be working all day at moving shit and then be like, I am going to pass out and then not have a bed. To sleep yeah, in. exactly. That's what happened to me just recently, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> going to work and then coming back to like move some stuff. And, and and my my job requires me to move sometimes like these machines that are like five to six hundred pounds. Yeah, it's not fun. Like I don't got to lift them, but I still got to move them. So speaking of moving, I am now we 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 followed Eric's house hunting progress. Uh, I am going to start talking to somebody within the next week. The process will begin. Congrats. Well, we'll see. We'll see how this goes first. Nah, congrats. You got this. If you have doubt in your head, you're not going to get it. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you for for making me see how this has to go down. I appreciate that. (laughs) It's one of those things where if you wait until you feel you're completely ready, you're never going to be ready. Oh, yeah. No, I I understand that. I'm just just a little little gun-shy about it because this is a whole new thing for me, and... I know it's I know it's not as easy as it really should be when you think about it, but uh, I was I have a friend that I used to work with up here who is a realtor now, and she put me in touch with the guy who's going to help do the mortgage, and he's a guy he works with first time buyers and everything, and he has 
all kinds of ways to help you save money and get you approved for what you want. And she said, as soon as you're ready, you come back and talk to me and I'm going to find you exactly what you want. And I know she will because I'll be able to tell her exactly what I want. And I 100% trust her. So I, I don't think it'll be that difficult. It's just going to be, I know it's going to be a process. I know I'm going to spend a lot more money than I'm going to want to at that time, but I also know I'm going to save so much in the long run. So we'll see how it goes. And then of course, we'll see how the, the actual process breaks down. Uh, if, if I have to do what Eric did and maybe miss a show for a week or two, you'll have to hold down the fort, but we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> figure I, it out. I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited Thank for you. you. That's, that's, uh, that's one thing I'm looking forward to in 2021. I'm also looking forward to getting this vaccine as an essential employee so I can feel a little safer about, you know, living. Cause I'm pretty safe. I take all the precautions, but it would be nice if I didn't have to think about it so much. So, dude, Mick Foley got it from a virtual signing. I know. Ridiculous. I'll follow whatever that man does. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you can, yeah, you can survive. So we talked about our, talked how about did our, you get it from a virtual signing? Probably because he's in a hotel room. He probably got it from the hotel room. It's gotta be like the person representing the con that went to work with him for probably. the event. Fucking had it. Or he, or he just picked it up in the hotel. That's entirely possible. Cause that's where he's, he's quarantined. So, all right. So we talked about 21st birthday and moving and all that stuff. Uh, Dan, tell everybody what you achieved in 2020 as far as drinking goes. This is oh, actually pretty yeah. cool. I only drank water in 2020. That's actually really cool. Good for you. I didn't drink any soda. I didn't drink any juice. Didn't drink any <laughs> alcohol. I only had water. Listen, if I only had water in 2020, I don't think I'd be here. <laughs> I, I, I think I'd be dead. Me without a monster. I've tried it before. I mean, you've already had a monster today. Right. With, yeah. Without a monster, Eric becomes a monster. I'll become the grumpiest son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I actually achieved... I didn't, I didn't go fully dry like I was planning to because I did eventually just cave in and have like two drinks throughout the entire year, but I decided to just give up alcohol and I, I know I had, yeah, I literally had two drinks the whole year. I had a Long Island because Shannon went out and came home with alcohol. I, I don't remember where she had gone out to, but she had, she had gotten one for me and I was like, oh, well, I've been doing pretty good this year and, and it's, we're, I'm home. So it's not like I'm going to have more. So I'll do that. And then I had a drink with Christmas dinner, but I think that's actually pretty achievable to go almost the whole year without alcohol. Like I, I don't really miss it. That's the thing. I don't feel like I need it. So yeah, the weirdest thing was how easy it was actually. Well, that's the I, thing. I, Eventually, you just get it out of your system that you don't want it anymore. And you do oh, feel God. a difference in the first couple months, but then after that, it's just, you know, what you've been doing, right? Like, Have you guys ever made a really cool New Year's resolution and either kept it or spectacularly failed it? Yeah. 
Which one? <laughs> now I gotta know. Uh, I kid you not. It was 2020. I was uh, my my plan is, you, and you know me, I'm not a very sociable person unless it's like I do one on one things, but I don't go out to do group stuff. And I told myself I was gonna go out and and interact with people more. Womp, womp. <laughs> Well, that didn't work. No, no, it did not. But I, get out. I, I was comfortable with the, the whole the whole failure. I was like, "Oh no, it's not my fault." <laughs> no, it's not. My all time favorite, most spectacular failure ever. I don't even remember what year it was, but I was definitely younger, and I was doing something that a lot of boys do at that age. A lot that do when they're single and lonely and all that. And I was like, I'm not going to do that this year. And January 4th came around. And that was the end of that. You were jerking it to Wrestle Kingdom? I wasn't even... I didn't even know New Japan existed that uh, by then, so no. It was I would, the Kingdom Hearts. I always like how I try not to say what it is, but then there's no point because one of you is going to say it anyway. So (laughs) what's the damn point anyway? Uh, As far as like an actual resolution, um, I did make one this year. I am going to complete one of my books. I'm actually looking to make that happen. And I want to do one, at least one hour a week, which I believe is a very realistic goal. And do that Super Nintendo show I want to do, where I play a Super Nintendo game for one hour a piece, at least an hour. Um, more if I'm enjoying the game, uh, less if the game, if I've already like beaten it, if it's a really shitty game or something, because I know SNES does have some shit. And I want to go through my Raspberry Pi collection and just play play my games. And if I set that goal, I can get 52 different games played. It'll be the first 52 in release order. This year alone is the goal, at least one a week. And I will put that up on our, our YouTube channel. And I want to, I want to do it with commentary too. So I want to do like the screen share thing that Dan and I used to do. So like somebody's watching me play actively while I'm doing it. So we can talk about like the history of the game and make it more interesting than just, oh, you're playing the game. It'll be like, what, what's that? What's that show called? Uh, comedians and cars getting coffee where they just, they just bullshit. Like oh, that's right, that's right. kind of uh, what I want the show to be. I'm going to play the game, but we're going to bullshit while I'm playing it. We'll bullshit about the game, show? but then we'll bullshit Jerry, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. There we go. It's really entertaining. So those are like resolutions and goals that, that I'm setting. So that's how I'm planning my 2021. And uh, I've we're already discussing. We're going to try to find a week that we can... We're going to plan a Disney trip, and we're just going to hope that it's achievable by then. <laughs> but it'll be like October at the earliest, so it'll be some. It'll either be a Halloween or a Christmas trip. So I think I hope it's hope we can do it now. I mean, yeah, well, we're not doing it anytime soon, so I don't. I don't want to go down there. Well, I mean, the day after you said that they had announced that a million people had been vaccinated, like the next day I saw two million people had been vaccinated. So we're getting there. We'll get there. So they're getting there. Yeah, we will get there. I mean, if you think about it, 
there's 325 million Americans. And if they've already vaccinated 2 million of them, if they did a million a day, they would have everybody vaccinated by the end of the year. Well, I mean, I imagine like herd immunity kicks in somewhere past half. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. Cause that's, that's the thing. Like how vaccines work is it takes two weeks to integrate into your blood and then this is a two-part vaccine. You have to wait a couple weeks to get the second part. So for everybody, if you put it – if they vaccinated a million people a day, that would be 31 million people by the end of the month. And then those 31 would be completely immune definitely by the end of February. So, yeah, that won't take that long. And in that meantime, you're getting another 31 million people. Exactly. So – and if they tell two friends, and they tell two friends. <laughs> telephone, telegraph, tell a wrestler <laughs> how all this stuff goes down. Uh, another thing I really want to do this year is I want to make a really big push for our patron, our patron account. We do have a patron page. It's patron.com slash club kayfabe. I want to put more content on there for people to enjoy. Right now, the only dedicated content we have is is a weekly wrestling-themed show, which is the old Wrestle Talk podcast we used to do, except what Dan and I do is we review a classic show. We take something from the archives, we review it, and then we also do music video watch-alongs, an idea that, that was brought to us by one of our patrons, Mr. Adrian Cotton, whose voice you guys hear at the beginning and end of every episode of The Nerd Table. And what he does, because he's a hip-hop guy... He will give us two songs and he'll send us the music video and we'll watch the video and we'll kind of, he basically, we're just reacting to it, right? It's a watch along and we tell you guys how to set it up. You, so you can pull it up on YouTube and watch it with us. So you, you see what we're seeing at the same time and you can react to it. And it's been a lot of fun to do. Dan and I have watched, we've actually discovered quite a bit of music that we really enjoyed. One of, one of the highlights was that Childish Gambino video where Donald Glover walks in to the diner, and then as he keeps doing circles, everybody in the diner turns into him. Like, I thought that one was really fun. It's crazy. Uh, if we've it's watched like all in one shot, like, great stuff. And we've been enjoying it so much that we've started picking our own music videos to do watch-alongs for as a bonus. So, like, um, the first one that Dan picked was one of the classic music videos, Sledgehammer. Have you ever seen that one, Eric, by Peter Gabriel? No. It's like all stop motion at you probably have seen it and you just didn't realize what it was. It has do you do you, have you ever seen a music video with with frozen chickens dancing? Does that uh, sound familiar at all? Cuz that was no. all over MTV back in the day. No. Dude, I, I I didn't I didn't watch a lot of MTV. Okay. Have you ever seen the music video for Take on Me by Aha? No. The lady reading the comic book and then gets pulled into it. Okay. No, Jesus <laughs> Dude, Christ. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, to think. And I'm just like, I, I honestly, have you ever seen a music video? Uh, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should start there. The real slim shady. Yep. I, okay. That's fair. Well, we actually did, uh, without me, we did as, as a watch along. Oh, okay. With, uh, Eminem dressed up like Robin. That, Yeah. That's funny. We've done Weird Al videos. We did White and Nerdy, and we did Eat It. I feel like his videos would be amazing. I, I need to like watch his videos, because I, I love his songs. Videos are amazing. 
You know about Skipper Dan, right? Do you know that song by Weird Al? No. Oh, it's all about the kid who was a theater major and was all excited to be a famous actor. And now all he does is work at the Jungle Cruise. That's, that's <laughs> and he And how much he hates his life as a result. That that's pretty accurate, actually. It's the most <laughs> that I it's know the about. most relatable Weird Al song <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we also did a watch along of All About the Pentiums, which was released in 1999. So it's really funny to hear him talking about uh, how powerful the computer is by 99 standards, and you're just like, "Oh, that's so cute." My phone I mean, is more powerful than that. <laughs> yeah, right. Now my iPhone's more powerful than his PC. <laughs> That's the way technology goes, though. I mean, if you think about it, like think think how how weak the computers were that sent the first spaceship to the moon. Yep. Right. And now you could probably send like twenty of them with an iPhone as long as you know it doesn't crash. <laughs> Air computer is not even powerful enough to play RuneScape. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think that's a, uh, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like technology advances so fast. I remember I had all these Microsoft DOS games when I was a kid and then we would get a new computer and like the game couldn't handle the new computer. It would like, one of the games I used to play when I was a kid was Writer Rabbit. It was one of those little educational games. It was a white rabbit. And you solved, you know, you solve puzzles and you learn stuff. And then when the new computer came, like you'd click the thing to do the challenge and it would just be like a blip of an eye and it was over. And he was sad because you failed it because the game, the game couldn't handle the, the faster processor. It was, uh, oh my God. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it was always fun to watch all of my, old computer games become obsolete when I'm still a little kid and still want to play them. But. Yeah. I, there's a few games that I wish I can't remember even the titles of them, but there's one where you're going through a mountain as a DOS game and you're trying to get to the top or some shit like that. And I remember playing it in school. So it's gotta be one of those like learning games, which is not my thing, but not that you can run DOS games nowadays anyway. You can if you have. Now you can run them on a website. They have like almost every DOS game on like archive. I think. I had a, I had a Double Dare DOS game that I used to play the hell out of. And you could either be the the light blue team or the purple team because those were the DOS colors at the time. Oh, Double Dare! And it was fun because it had the you know you did the questions and then you did the obstacle course. And but for a basic ass computer game, it worked pretty well. Like I remember, we would play, we would have like Wheel of Fortune for DOS, and I liked that because I could pick the letters on the keyboard, and then I would, you know, don't have the game anymore, so I'm using like an NES emulator, and I'm like, this actually kind of sucks because I have to physically pick the letter on the game. I can't just hit my keyboard anymore. I'm like, this isn't as fun. <laughs> It was so much easier with the damn keyboard. There's a there's a couple of games like that, like uh, Scribblenauts. I love that oh, game, but it's good. but uh, but my favorite way to play it is on Steam. I have the Steam version, and that's my favorite way to play it because 
I can just type what I want to create. On the Switch, it's really annoying. You have to use a, a letter wheel. At least it's better than, like, letter wheel is better than just you have a keyboard and now you have to scroll through letter by letter. <laughs> That's true. Although on the, D, on the DS, you could type. It was just, it wasn't as fast because... That's just because oh, the bottom the bottom touch screen would become a, would become the keyboard. keyboard. Yeah, you could type it or just use the touch pen. It just wasn't uh wasn't as fast as what you would want it to be, but it worked. That's another thing I want to do is I want to some of the stuff I want to stream. I want to actually do like a whole Scribble Knots Unlimited streaming session and have people interact and tell me what to create because it's it's always fun to have people's creative minds at work for a game like that because sometimes I'll just be like, you know, when you're rescuing the cat in the tree, the obvious thing to do is to just get a ladder or in my case, I just put on a jetpack and fly up and get the cat, but maybe somebody has something even more creative. They should make an adult version of that fucking game. Oh my god. Yeah, I could just imagine you playing that. <laughs> oh, use the what should we use dildo. to get the cat down? Uh, let's bring in a vibrating dildo. Yeah, five foot long dick. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> but we'll have to put Jesus Christ in the game because we're going to need him when we're done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing! Scribblebots after dark. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There it is. If anybody's listening to this, make that game happen. Uh, what was I'm trying to think of some of the old, other old DOS. Uh, you know what I had on the old, the old uh, floppy disk, the actual I floppy disk. I did, I did have that, but I had that was the first time I ever played Wolfenstein 3D. Was on the uh, and of course it, it, we only had the one floppy. And you have to like pay for the other floppy, so I only ever had the first level. Well, you had the whole first part of the campaign. That's like 10 levels. Yeah. That game is hella long, dude. It's like 10 sections of 10 levels. And then I ha- I, got, I remember getting long it Long by a- today's standards. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember I remember being blown away the first time I ever played Half-Life on the PC. Dude, it's even long compared to, like, Doom. <laughs> Doom? I rem- oh, man. The whole process of like getting Doom when I was a kid was such a pain in the ass. And now you can play Doom on a pregnancy test. <laughs> I still, I, I yeah. <laughs> when I saw that fucking post, I laughed so hard. <clears throat> but that's what that's what I freaking love about uh, about Among Us. It's such a simple game. It's such a small file. And they did what all these gaming developers should do. They made it compatible with all platforms. So I can play on Steam while you're playing on your Switch while That's you're playing Unity, baby. <laughs> while you're playing on your phone. And more more games need to do that. As long as you don't accidentally hit the the uh report button when you're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I felt bad. I I know. I know it's not her fault, but I need the win. But she's also, uh, (laughs) she, she was also new at the game. So she was doing her best. Well, when we do our stream later this evening, uh, we record on Saturdays, folks. You're so when we do the stream two nights ago, uh, that there, I just, I just made it modern. Uh, we're going to play regular Among Us anyway, so... And that reminds me, I know we've had people express interest in playing. 
Saturdays are kind of like the regular nights because we do have kind of a crew, but there's always spots that open up because not everybody can play every week. And like in Eric's case, he only plays for a little bit and then he's got to go. So I think that's mostly my anxiety, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to try to play longer today, but like, I don't know. Something, something gets to me where I'm just like, there's too many people, even though there's no one around me. <laughs> There's no one around me. It is. It is what it is. But yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. And like that's the other thing. I still have more fun going back and playing The Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past than I do playing a lot of modern games. Like not there's nothing against modern games. I always find modern games that I friggin love, but like I love my vintage video games. Right. Well, I mean, that's because The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, you don't have to pay uh, for a DLC just so you can use the boomerang, which you already know is, like, in the game. <laughs> that's another thing. Remember, like, in GoldenEye, how, how cool you felt when you started unlocking all the cheat codes and you unlocked... Uh, you unlocked the, the bonus levels because you, you did that by skill? Not by paying for it. Right, yeah. That's actually one thing I appreciated about the, uh... Even though the modern WWE games kind of suck. Like, but uh, they always had that option. You could either pay to unlock everything now. Or you can unlock everything by doing stuff throughout the game. They gave you a choice. And I think that's one of the best ways to do it. And it's like, still not a good choice because I give you a choice. How about I paid you $60 for this game? You give me the whole fucking game. <laughs> but I don't mind unlocking bonus content in the game. I don't mind that because it gives me something to play for. Especially yeah, if I'm having fun in the game. What's going on right now? Right now, there's stuff that's already built into the base of the game that they're making you pay for. Like, it's one thing if you, like, let's say, let's say for whatever reason, Grand Theft Auto 5 wasn't a big hit, right? And Or Grand Theft Auto as a franchise wasn't a big thing. You bought Grand Theft Auto 5, it sold ridiculous numbers like it did. Yeah. And you had everything on the base game as, like, you know, part of the package. Everything was there. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, we can add more things to this game. And then they added more, like, side quests, or the Grand Theft Auto online, and then they charged you for that, that's different than being like, hey, here's Grand Theft Auto. However, if you want to steal cars, you have to pay this. Well, no, I'd be against that. But what I'm saying is, like, if there's something in the game that you can unlock by playing through, or you can have it now by paying for it, I'm not necessarily against that concept. They do that with Smash Brothers? Can you give them ten bucks and unlock everybody? Um, I don't actually know because I just went ahead and grinded until I unlocked everybody. I bought the season passes so I can get the new characters as they release them. So I have a. I'm sorry, Eric. I can't pronounce his name. The villain from from Final Fantasy. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. I don't know because it's spelled so weird. But I have him now, and I I I made him. I used it as his because I always do a test fight with the new character to feel them out. And I'm like, who should he beat up? I'm like, hi, Cloud. You're gonna (laughs) die now, and he did. 
What's funny well, about What's funny about Smash Brothers is that some of the characters you think are going to be really good really aren't. And then like freaking I I start because I love my Animal Crossing, I started fighting as Isabel. And she's actually pretty good because she's quick and she's a small target and she has a couple of really good, well-rounded attacks. And I started kicking people. I kicked King K. Rule's ass with freaking Isabel from Animal Crossing. <laughs> so King K. Rule can get fucked. But, like, that's the other thing. Some people live and die by Donkey Kong and I've always just – I'm not good with him. And Bowser, you know, he's always the big evil character. Bowser kind of sucks ass in these games. Yeah, Bowser's only really good in Mario Kart. Link is a really good fighter, but he has absolutely no jumping range, so if you fall as Link, you are fucked. Link- and then there's people who cheat and just play Kirby. Oh, uh, Kirby is the cheapest asshole. I, I kind of enjoy beating up Kirby. Cause I remember people- the first time I played Kirby, I was just like, oh, this isn't even fun. <laughs> you can just go in the air and turn into a stone. You can't do anything about it. Oh, <laughs> I had friends in the original N64 game who learned a trick that you could grab somebody, like have like Kirby would grab them in his mouth, and they figured out you can walk very slow distance, so they would get the timing right, grab you in the mouth, and then they would just jump off the cliff and spit you out at the last minute and then fly back, so you'd die and they would live. And I had a friend yeah. who figured that out, and I'm like, dude, that's it. Either you need to pick another character or we're not playing this anymore because this is ridiculous. This is the cheapest shit ever. It's the same thing with uh, with, with Yoshi. You know the the one race car area where you have to, like, jump onto the, the platform? Yeah, the, uh, the, the F-Zero track. Yeah, the F-Zero track. And then if they have a Mario get- Kart track that does the same thing, too. All you need to do as Yoshi is swallow him, turn him into an egg as it's about to take off, and then jump. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I still enjoy Captain Falcon saying, show me a moves. And they've pretty much kept that alive the whole time. Show me a moves. Ah, Smash Brothers. That was so, it was so crazy to think that that went from 12 characters, like eight. That's another one. They had eight characters and then you could unlock four more by just playing the, the game. I wouldn't have minded if there was, like, a $5 option to just get them. That wouldn't have bothered me. Or I could be like, no, screw that. I'm going to show you how good I am at this game and do it this way. So, that wouldn't have bothered me. But then, you know, Melee added all the new characters, and then there were... There was Brawl. Then there was just Smash Brothers for Wii U, and then Ultimate just has so many... Like, that character select screen is ridiculous now, especially with all the DLC. There's just so many freaking characters. And they're not done yet. That's the thing. There's still more characters coming. Because uh, Game Pass Season 2 was just the Minecraft characters and then Sephiroth. There's still more. We're not even there yet. We're not done yet. Good God. So who's even, like, who's even going to be left at this point? Like, who else can they add? More Fire Emblem characters. Uh, they do love their Fire Emblem characters. I got the list right here. It's the the veteran list, which actually isn't that big, because it's just characters who've appeared in previous games. And this is where all the cool crossover shit happens, too. It'll only be 12, because there's only the first 12. Right? Yeah, they they give you the first, the original eight are who you start with. Yeah. And then, but the, but, and then every time you win a, you win a, you win in Smash, 
you get a chance to unlock a new character. And if you fail, they have a redo option. Some of them, like, some of them right away, like, I got Ness was the first one. Or it was either Ness or it was one of the OGs. Maybe it was Jigglypuff was one of the OGs. And, like, you beat them right away. And then the Animal Crossing villager showed up and kicked my ass. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll have to just wait for him to come around again. And then, like, I would unlock something cool like Lucario and then get my ass kicked by fucking Rob. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just the like, I don't, even, I don't even, I don't even want Rob. Yeah. Do you oh, want to know who I can't seem to fucking beat is Mr. Game & Watch. Mr. Game & Watch is an asshole. Hate that that hitbox. He's just, just so some LCD pixels, dude. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then they also did the cool thing, like, Samus and Zero Suit Samus are now different characters. Zelda and Sheik are now different characters. So, you have... This is like Finn Balor and Finn Balor Demon. Exactly. So, you could play as two Finn Balors. And then they'll have... They have variants. So, they have Dark Samus, which is just... It's it's all of Samus's moveset, just a different character. But, again, it's a different character. And then they have... Daisy is a fighter who they just copied over Peach's moveset and just made it Daisy. And then Krom is a, well, it's a Fire Emblem character, and I don't remember who his thing is. But then they they added Ken, although Ken is similar to Ryu, but not the same. But then they added the new characters, which was the Inkling, Ridley, uh, Simon and Richter, King K. Rule, Isabel, and then Incineroar, because we needed another Pokemon. And then the DLC right now, it was... The first one we got was Piranha Plant, who kind of sucks ass. Then we got Joker. That's from Persona. I don't really know anything about Persona. Uh, The hero from Dragon Quest. And because the hero is a generic character, there's eight different versions of the hero. Like all the customizable ways to do it throughout all the different games. So that's actually kind of cool. They have Banjo and Kazooie, which are fun to play as. Terry from Fatal Fury is really fun. Uh, Byleth is just kind of whatever because it's Fire Emblem. And then I don't remember if I've played as Min Min yet, the arms character. And then I played as Steve. And Steve has a variant too, the other character. Wait, and who the hell is Steve? Steve is my, the Minecraft protagonist. Oh, okay. Yeah, Steve has a variant. It's, uh, oh yeah, there's, you can play as Alex, an Enderman, or a zombie. I don't know my Minecraft, but those are the four variants. Like, if you play as, uh, the palette swap characters are the ones where you can swap them and be something different. So, like, if you play as, um, Captain Olimar, there's another character called Alf. You can switch over to him with the costume. Or you, but the best one is, uh, Bowser Jr., because you can switch Bowser Jr. over to the other seven Koopa Kids. Ludwig von Koopa? Yes. Morton Morton Koopa Jr. Instead of Morton Downey Jr. Yeah. So there are a ton of characters that you can play as. You just have to... uh, Like, even when you you run out of regular options. Like, you can... You can even vary it up and do other shit too. Like you can just... You can have the male and the female Pokemon trainer. Or the male and female... We fit trainer because you can have both. What else? What else do they even have? They have a, they have a ton of different options. I think one of the characters there's a male and female version of them. Robin from Final Emblem or Fire Emblem. There's female Robin and then there's male Robin. So if you really want to vary it up, 
And then there's the me fighters, which you can make yourself. So like my me character is one of the fighters. And then Shannon's me character is one of the other fighters. So we're both in the game now. And they won't put Waluigi in Smash, but they'll put fucking Chris O'Mealy in Smash. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> get 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 bent Walu- Get bent Waluigi. I'm in Smash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, the new stage. Some of the new stages are a lot of fun, but what I what I really like that they did with Smash Brothers is they made it so. Just to give you an example, if you play as Peach's Castle, right, you can play as the standard stage, but then you can also set it up in two different ways. You can make it be a standard Smash stage where it just has the the three platforms, or you can take everything out and it's just the one battleground. So you can still have the environment and the music, but it's a fair fighting field because it's just one platform. So you can get rid of the gimmicks and just have it be its thing. You can also turn off the environmental hazards if you want. So if you want to play on the the stage with the racing cars and you, but you don't want the racing cars to be a factor, you can actually just turn them off and have the rest of the stage. So the options are insane. What you can actually do with this game. Yes, Waluigi is an assist trophy, which, you know, doesn't really mean anything. There's a shit ton of a- <laughs> Well, it's funny because there's so many assist trophies that you just wish were characters like Guile or Knuckles or Zero or let's see. Who else is an assist Zero trophy? Zero would be badass. Shovel Knight's an assist trophy. Bomberman. Like, I want to play as Bomberman. Or freaking Alucard. Yeah. What if I want to play as Alucard? Like, I get some Do of them. Do have any Capcom characters? Uh, Mega Man. Mega Man's in there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, then it's, I keep forgetting Mega Man's Capcom. But then, like, oh, there's my assist trophy. It's Waluigi. I'm like, well, this sucks. Remember when they did Mega Man, but it was the Mega Man from the U.S. box art. Yes. So he had he has like human hands, and it's he's just a guy, and then he's got a gun. He's got a gun. Exactly. Don't mind me, I'm just a dude. And he's also fat, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a dude. But they do have all of the, uh, they do have a lot of the returning Pokemon, which get insane. There was one I did where I turned off all the items except for Pokeballs. And then that's all it was, was just a freaking Pokemon fest. And it, it's funny because, like, there's, like, Goldeen who just flops around and does nothing. And then the other person gets Darkrai. You're like, that's not even fair. It's not even a fair battle. You have, a, you have a ghost dragon and I have a fucking fish out of water. It's not – this is not fair. Smash Brothers is a ton of fun. Uh, speaking of video games, is there anything coming out in 2021 you guys are looking forward to as far as games go? Oh. Like everything that was announced. <laughs> yeah, literally all of it. Five. Everything that was supposed to come out in 2020. No. <laughs> yes, I I want it. Do you know they're gonna they're gonna release Scott Pilgrim versus the World Complete Edition? Yes, and uh, I love that game. So I'm. It's coming out for everything too. Yeah. Switch, PS4, Xbox. Windows. I've never played it. It's a, it's just so, a, it's a beat 'em up, it but it's it's a beat 'em up, but it's fun. To beat him up with RPG elements. Okay. So like I know uh, one of the big ones is Horizon Rage type of thing. Yeah, 
But it's more like uh, uh, River City Ransom style. The new Horizon games coming out this year, that's going to be huge. Horizon Forbidden West, it's going to be great. I can't wait to get the uh, the remaster of Mario 3D World in February because that was one of the few Mario games I missed out on. Like, I missed out on Sunshine on the GameCube and I missed out on 3D World on the Wii U. And now I have Sunshine because I've got 3D All-Stars and then I will soon have 3D World. And it comes with the Bowser's Fury expansion pack, so I'll be able to play more Mario than I've ever wanted to. <clears throat> there is another Persona 5 coming out, Persona 5 Strikers. There's a Ghost and Goblins Resurrection coming out for the Switch. Yes. That'll probably be impossible. Just like the original. There's a new Harvest Moon. There is The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 4. That sounds interesting. Another Prince of Persia. Oh, no, it's a remake of Sands of Time. Sands of Time was so good. Like, I'm not sure if you guys ever played it. I did not, no. It's so good. If they remake that game, I'm going to be super excited. They are. March. Ugh. This looks interesting for the PS5. Terminator Resistance Enhanced. Oh, it's a it's a remake of a 2019 game. There's a lot of re- remakes that they're doing. When is that Harry Potter game coming out? Because I really Probably want to play next year. <clears throat> Hogwarts Legacy is currently unknown, but I'm looking forward to that. And Horizon just, Forbidden West is quarter three or quarter four. And of course, they're redoing Grand Theft Auto V again. <laughs> so you can optimize it for your PS5 and your Xbox X. Or you can just have it on your PC and not need to get another version of it. Yeah, well, I mean, I already have the PS4 version and I'm playing on PS5. There I do go. have it on PC because it was free at Epic Store at one, at one point last year. Gotham Knights is unknown. What is sometime this year? And then the Suicide Squad game isn't until next year. This Grounded game sounds really interesting. I know that came out, but uh, I'm interested in it. It sounds like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as a video game. Oh, yeah, that came out last year. It was probably just the PS5 version or whatever. Yeah, Isn't you're like, one of those, like survival type of things. Yeah, it's survival yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. My favorite you're thing. Down that you're smaller than ants. Yeah. Yeah, apparently the team watched Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Bugs Life to figure out how to do this. My other favorite thing was. Uh, <laughs> My other favorite thing is it has an arachnophobia mode. Yes. So you can make the spiders look less like spiders. And I've, I've seen the like a series of balls, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Like if you turn like... it all the way down, it's literally just a floating bob, floating blob with two, with two eyes. Cause it. Yeah. It, that's still, I mean, do this. I, I need to look at the spiders. Cause I thought it was super cartoonish. The spiders are pretty cartoonish, but I guess if people are just freaked out by them in general. I mean, they look less intimidating than the spiders do in Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim spiders are actually low-key terrifying. And is one of the reasons why I... The idea of playing that game in VR is not that 
appealing. appealing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have like a phobia of spiders, but I don't necessarily like them. And I feel if they're outside the house, that's fine. But if they're inside the house, they are an unwelcome guest and they must die. Actually, anything that gets inside the house that's an unwelcome desk guest dies, whether it's an insect or whether it's a human. So let's just keep that in mind if you ever try to rob me. Or show up at five o'clock in the morning. Or it's like, what if I like am in town? And you're like, you're an unwelcome guest. Time to die. <laughs> now, at five at five in the morning, you ain't even coming in the house. So you can knock till your fucking face is blue. But I'm gonna just open up the window because the the bedroom window is above the front door. I'll just open it up and just pour cold water on you. The you Doctor Who game coming out quarter two. What's coming out? A Doctor Who game coming out quarter two. Well, that's interesting. The Edge of Reality. A Doctor Who. Now, Doctor Who video games are almost always awful, but... <laughs> and uh, They should make a Lego Doctor Who game. There was a Lego Doctor Who stuff in that Lego Dimensions thing. That's fun. There was a whole Doctor Who section for you to get. The Edge of Reality. That could be fun. I, I want to play... Uh, Warriors 9. Oh my god. I want to play Evil Dead the game, and not just because yes. my friend Ray Carcillo worked on it. I want to play because it it's Evil Dead. When they, oh, yeah. when they finally announced the game, he actually posted on Facebook, like, well, since they've announced it, I can tell you guys what I'm working on. And he posted a picture with Bruce Campbell. And I'm like, well, that's it. You've just won. <laughs> left for Evil Dead, where it's your... Um, you can be Ash, which I imagine is going to be a major issue in random online games is people are going to disconnect because they're not Ash. Probably. <laughs> but you can be Ash, you can be What's-His-Face, the uh, head knight guy from Army of Darkness, the red-headed guy. And it will feature the ma- the cabin from in the woods with 25 weapons, including Ash's chainsaw and shotgun. That is freaking groovy. And you can be Kelly... So I imagine there's going to be a lot of people wanting to be Kelly. A lot of stands trying to be Kelly. Probably. Trying to simp on Kelly. Probably. Because she's hot as hell, dude. Uh, don't forget about the big release, Bus Simulator 21. So oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a Bus Simulator game coming out every year. It's actually pretty interesting. Like like how Euro Truck was a big game a couple years ago. Yeah, you're just basically pretending to be a bus driver. Yeah, and drive around town, picking people up, dropping people off. Wow. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I actually enjoyed doing some of those missions in Grand Theft Auto where you could, like, be a cab driver and just pick people up for, for fares. Like, I actually enjoyed that. And then it, the, the safer you drove was, like, you'd get, like, a better – they'd, like, tip you better. I used to do that as a challenge to myself in Grand Theft Auto. I would set a goal and then try to drive there, like – and actually follow the traffic rules. That last about 10 seconds. No, 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 no. No, I would succeed. And then when I was done, I would reward myself and go on a killing spree. Have you ever played the game? I don't know if you know what they call it, but you do the taxi mission stuff, but you flip a coin. Crazy taxi? And if you get the right, or if it's the correct... Uh, head if it's heads or tails, you know whichever you choose. You actually drive them to your destination, but if it's the other, 
you set you drive them to that cult on top of the mountain. Oh yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Just drop people off there. Just heads or tails. So Sorry, you're not going home. You're going to the cult. Who's gonna be the lucky one? Ah, oh, damn it, it's heads. All right. Well, I guess you get to live. Until you get until you get heads like too many times, you're just like, no, that's it. No more of this. <laughs> Two face as the taxi driver, basically. Every time, so every time I've ever played that game, when you pick up the drunk couple as Trevor, I always bring them to the cult every time. And I remember my wife was watching the one day, and she goes, "You are sick." And I'm like, "That's the one where they actually tell you that you can bring them to the cult." Yeah, you, like they give you the choice, and you just turn them in. I wonder what happens to them. Do they become indoctrined? Are they sacrificed? There's an untitled God of War sequel supposedly coming out this year. Should be interesting. And that game was really, really good. God of War, (laughs) super popular. I'm looking through the... uh, I also have a list of the upcoming movies coming out this year. And we know how a lot of this was uh, 2020 stuff that got pushed pushed back just because of the pandemic but it does seem like there's a a lot of at least interesting stuff on the horizon um of course we're getting coming to america the sequel but that's yeah uh, amazon moving right i don't understand how they're they're going to pull that off like i don't understand what the story is going to be about he has to send his son to america I'm really looking forward to totally no- Disney Disney direct to home video that shit. It's the same exact plot except for it's the kid having to do it as the adult now. <laughs> I really, really want to see No Time to Die. That's been on my hit list for a while. The final Daniel Craig Bond movie. I'm very interested in the R-rated Mortal Kombat movie that we're getting. I don't know. I've been disappointed by the Mortal Kombat movies before. Well, yeah, I don't but hype into it. But if they're going to take it in the gritty sense, that might actually be entertaining. Uh, I, we've already talked about Black Widow enough. We all want to see it. So. It's coming out over a year later than it was supposed to. And I'm the Go- Godzilla versus Kong. I have HBO Max, but the thing is, that's one of those big screen movies to me. That I kind of feel like I have to, I have to go and see it in the theater, regardless of the situation at the time, because that's a popcorn flick. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but I'll still watch it at home. Have you heard about this game, this game, this movie called Free Guy? You guys heard about this one? No. Okay, here's the premise. Tell me if this doesn't sound amazing. Is this in, the Ryan movie? Yes. In the open-world video game Free City, Guy, played by Ryan Reynolds, is a non-playable character working as a bank teller. Thanks to a program developed by programmers Millie, played by Jody Comer, and Keys, played by Joe Keery, inserted into Free City by the publisher Antoine, played by Taika Watiti. Guy becomes aware of his world being a video game and takes steps to make himself the hero, creating a race against time to save the game before the developers can shut it down. That sounds awesome. And there's a romance between his NPC character and the girl. It sounds like it's going to be hilarious. 
I, I think I'll watch anything that Ryan Reynolds is in real oh, life at this yeah. point. His sense of humor is my sense of humor. I Especially think, Deadpool. <laughs> I think the Godzilla versus Kong will be fun. I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the cast of characters right here, and it looks like uh Oh, there's not really any like super major names in it, although Millie Bobby Brown is back. But um, you know, it's I, I like that stuff. The old just have the freaking uh just have a monster movie. We need monster movies. Monster movies are fun. Why are they gonna fight though? Obviously, they're king. They're of the gonna world. fight climate change. Yes. <laughs> uh, they like both in, in this new version. They're both protectors of of an air, of land. Like God's just a protector of Earth, and like Kong is the protector of his island. Well, maybe so, like, maybe that's where they're going to roll up on the island on accident, and Kong's going to be like, "Get out of here, bitch!" I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, of course, Ghostbusters Afterlife is on my hit list big time. Hell yeah. The true Ghostbusters 3. I can't wait. Ghostbusters 4 because there's the video game. Yes. Or Ghostbusters 5 because there's the women version. Yeah, but it's not even the same continuity. It's dude. not, no. Uh, what do you guys think about there being Venom, Let There Be Carnage? Has- I still need to watch the first Venom movie, but I, I heard yeah, it's really it's good. good. Yeah. Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock and Woody Harrelson will be Cletus Cassidy. Okay. Should be interesting. Carnage is like one of my favorite villains. Mainly but at the same time, it's like, why? Because it's like, this isn't even the same. This is Sony doing Spider-Man stuff that doesn't even fit with their Spider-Man stuff. <laughs> like, but how do you even think it's going to go MCU? Venom than they are with Spider-Man. So it's like... You can't even. You're not going to get it in the MCU if you can't even get it in your main Spider-Man universe. <laughs> what do you guys? What's your opinions on Top Gun Maverick? Don't care. <laughs> yeah, I've never really even seen Top Gun all, all that much. Actually. Yeah, I'll I'll go on record. I'll say it. Overrated. It. Yeah, I'm like it's a little late there, aren't you? Like, <laughs> if you yeah, really before, want. Or something. <laughs> it's just it's not that good of a movie i think people just it has a good soundtrack that helps but it has good memorable moments but i think overall overall it's not a great movie and it's like oh you know goose and this part and shirtless volleyball and it's like is that all you guys remember good god homoeroticism <laughs> i am intrigued to see another minions movie Minions are kind of a guilty pleasure for me. They are overrated, and they did not need their own movie, but I do like that they're going to do... Yeah, but that own movie might be, like, my favorite of the series. The Minions movie itself? Yeah. It is really fun. I I love them screwing up and just killing all of their previous masters. Yes. Of course, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out. We've talked about that previously on the show. Uh, another Purge movie in the works, because, of course, because they just yeah. can't stop making them. I mean, they have a TV series, too, so, I mean... Do they really? Yeah. yeah it's a Purge show. So, like, on FX or something? It might be exactly on FX, I think. I, yeah, <laughs> it sounds like an FX type of show. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. I mean, use the Google machine. So who do we have in the Uncharted film? We have Tom Holland. Will Tom be, Holland is... Is Nate. Nathan Drake. Drake. Sully is Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Chloe Frazier is Sophia Taylor Ali. Braddock is Tati Gabrielle. And then Antonio Banderas is in the movie. Do you think it's going to be close to the game, or are they just going to have their own little story going I think on? they're going to do their own stuff. I would hope they do their own stuff. I hope they do their own stuff. What's everyone's opinion on Space Jam, A New Legacy? Mm, it does oh, need to be made. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still going to see it. <laughs> uh, by the way, the Perch TV show was on USA, so... Ah, well. Close. <laughs> All I know is that uh, Don Cheadle is going to be in it. Oh, yeah? And Gabriel Iglesias will be in it. to see like, what other NBA players at the current time. And, uh, they, uh, have, they have a list of players that are confirmed for it. Do you want the list or do you want to be surprised? No, go ahead and tell me. Uh, they have Clay Thompson. Okay. Anthony Davis. Clay's had nothing to do with the last year because he's been super hurt. So, <laughs> uh, Damian Lillard, Lillard be in it. Yeah. Peter Peter Cornell, Chris Paul, uh, Kyle Kuzma, and then okay, so we're getting the friends of LeBron and the teammates of LeBron. Okay. Yes, <laughs> and then WNBA players are going to be in it too. Oh, so they're probably going to have, like, a girl monster or whatever. Probably. Time, so they'll have a girl player that comes in. Diana Tura- Diana Taurasi. Um, what? There you go. That's a name I used to get wrong back in the day. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not even going to try the next one. <laughs> Diana Taurasi looks like a – her name looks like the name of a dinosaur. Uh, What's Nink- the next name, Chris? <laughs> Ninka. Nika. Agwumike. Say what? I don't know how to pronounce her name. Sorry. It's a Nigerian name. I don't know names. Sorry. Uh, I, I got I got the Wikipedia pronunciation. It looks like it's it's uh, Nika Ogwumike. Uh yeah, that's a tough one. Sorry. Uh, Nicole. Pronunciation guide for your pronunciation guide, yeah. please. And then same last name, Chini, or Chini, and then Nicole Comet are your WNBA players. Uh, so losing one of them in their power taken, probably Diana, because <laughs> she's like one of the best basketball players of all. Yeah, time. the uh, the Looney Tunes confirmed are Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Marvin the Martian, Tweety, Peppy Le Pew, Lola, Sylvester, Foghorn Leghorn, and Porky Pig so far. So the classics. Yeah, Taz. basically. It's Taz. <laughs> well, this is this is the voice cast list. They don't have to necessarily list Taz in there oh. because, yeah, he doesn't it's really have fucking Jim Cummings making noises. <laughs> yep. Well, it's like we need somebody who makes noise. Is Jim Cummings available? No. Then get Frank Oz oh, or D. Bradley Baker or, or D. Bradley it's Baker. Frank. Just bring one of them and <laughs> they'll make the noises. <laughs> Uh, Jungle Cruise movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt. Paul Giamatti's in it, too. The Suicide Squad. 
<laughs> Paul Giamatti. What animal is Paul Giamatti playing? <laughs> Let's see the hippos in their ears. <laughs> He's Brooks, a crusty harbor master. Okay. I like Edgar. Ramirez. He can do anything. So I like that they have Edgar Ramirez and Jesse Plemons listed as villains. Not <laughs> there's no names. They're just they're just villains. How you need to. Exactly. Well, well, that's who your villain is. So when you see them in the movie, there's no twist They're there. Probably just like minions to the name villain, whatever. Yeah. It's like a bunch of weird stuck here stuff coming out too. There's a a psychological erotic thriller called Deep Water, based on a 1957 novel, and the stars are Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. There's a movie called Respect. That's going to be about Aretha Franklin. And, I have a feeling. Uh, we oh, have. Spe- speaking of like musicians, I'm sorry. Did you did you see Soul? Not yet. Oh, I, okay. I Never mind. Out of all the things I was going to watch after last week's episode, I watched Letter Kenny, and that was it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, lots of sequels to stuff that I don't give a shit about, but we are getting that Dune movie. We're getting the next Halloween movie. So we are we're getting Eternals in November. We're getting an Elvis biopicture. Yeah, because of everything messed up, I think we're getting four Marvel movies this year. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Another Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible Libra. That's interesting. If you want even more Tom Cruise in your life. Such a quick, That's such a guilty pleasure um, movie. If I have any, it's the Mission Impossible movies. Dude, the thing I love them, but like the plot to more than half of them is there's a former agent that is now evil. Yeah, yeah. plot to like four out of the seven movies. <laughs> of course, we have uh, a King Richard biopic coming out. That'll be interesting. Yeah, we have Encanto, another Walt Disney animation movie. I might have to redo Chris Frank's the Universe and figure out where these come in. The Matrix 4, Sing 2, West Side Story. And now... West Side Story? Yeah. But you know what my most anticipated movie is going to be? What's that? The Untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel. Is 100% my most anticipated movie because we're getting multiverse shit. I can't... I wonder if that's going to be the tie to bring back, like... Everybody. Well, I mean, here, look at this cast list. You have Tom Holland. You have Zendaya as MJ. Then you have, you got Ned. Okay, so he's in there. And you've got Aunt May. Uh, Jamie Foxx as Electro. Benedict Cumbersnatch as Doctor Strange. And then Alfred yeah, Molina. That, that is going to set up Multiverse of Madness, the, new, the next Doctor Strange movie. Yep. And then uh, Alfred Molina reprising his role as Doc Ock. I love Alfred Molina. I could watch him do just about anything. Yes. It's Including Dudley do right as Snidely Whiplash. <laughs> do you like the way I pronounce Puerto Rico? <laughs> and of course, like we said, there's going to be multiple Spider-Mans coming. So they've got Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. So we're getting mul- we're getting some multiverse. Do you think Spider Ham is going to make an appearance? I didn't like him so much. 
fresh out of rehab. Wait, 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 wait. What? What'd you say you didn't like? I didn't like Spider Ham. Oh, okay. I thought you. I, thought, I haven't actually seen Into the Multiverse, but I've been told it's the best Spider Man movie yet. It is. It really is. It's Mulaney as the voice of Spider Ham. You guys excited think, like, to see more Miles Spider-Man Morales? Noir, Spider Man Noir is the shit. Excited to see more Miles Morales in the future? Sure. I mean, it's set up his uncle exists, right? Donald Glover, the guy, and, and he ends up being the Prowler. Yes. So. So it's set up. And yeah. he also mentioned his nephew, so Miles exists in some way, shape, or form. So we got some stuff to look forward to. Hopefully this will be a good new year. Good good year for everybody. Um, here's something I wanted to discuss on the show. Do you, either of you guys have any fun stories from previous New Year's Eves? I have a, uh, a tradition I used to do. This was back... This was back in New Jersey. And unfortunately, I don't go to these parties anymore because, A, he doesn't have them. And, B, I'm still slightly too far away to travel up there for a New Year's Eve party. But my old friend Craig, Craig, if you're listening, uh, I'll give you a quick shout out here. He owned a house up in the lake community in town. And him and his wife slash girlfriend, whatever she was at the time, would always throw a New Year's Eve party. And Craig was in a band. So in his basement, he would actually, the band would set up and they would basically give us a little concert. And he had a bar set up in his basement too. And he actually had alcohol on tap. Like he'd bring in two big kegs and he'd have two different types of beer that you could choose from and just get it right out of the tap. And everybody knows beer is best from a tap. So we always had a blast we would he would we would play music and everything. We would do the New Year's countdown. We'd continue through the night, and then we would all just pass out wherever we could find a place to sleep. And his basement was filled with like random couches and like day beds and stuff. So there was always a spot. Just had to find it, right? Find your spot, lay down, pass out, and then the next morning we would have a traditional New Jersey diner breakfast together, and then we would part ways for the New Year. It was oh hmm. so much fun every every year I got to go. He had a massive sword collection too, which was always fun. And then we would do, we would do fireballs where we would, you know, you drink your liquor straight, go out. And then because he was in the lake community, there was always like a foot of snow all winter long up there because they always got more snow up in the mountains. So we would do the fireballs, you know, you'd, you'd have your, uh, you'd have your, your, uh, your lighter, your long lighter on a stick, you take your swig of alcohol and then you'd blow into the lighter, create a giant fireball and we try to melt the snow off the deck. You're lucky you didn't melt your face off. <laughs> I wasn't standing in front of the fireball. <laughs> no, everybody would clear out, right? And then it would just be the one person up on the deck. And it was whoever wanted to do it. I never did it. I wasn't that stupid. I also didn't think I was that skilled. But yeah, that was always oh, that was always such a good time. I miss that. Do you guys ever do anything fun? Do you ever have a memorable New Year's Eve? I used to go out to like a, what's now Disney Springs, but we used to call it Downtown Disney. Um, mainly because you could still see all the fireworks from there, and it was an easy escape. So if you're ever in Florida around New Year's and you want to experience the fireworks without paying anything and free parking and it's easier to get out, fucking Disney Springs. 
you go over to that lake and you are literally surrounded by the parks. It just doesn't look like it. And they'll go off one at a time. So they'll start off at like, uh, I think the first one to go off is Hollywood studios. And you can see it from there. Like that's the, that's the one that you can see the least, but you know, you can still see it. Then Epcot, you can see the most because it's actually really close to Epcot. Uh, and then the last one is Magic Kingdom, which is just, it looks like it's coming from Epcot, but it's not. And you don't actually have a problem seeing any of them because one, Hollywood Studios is only blocked by trees that are no longer there. They're down for construction. Uh, they expanded that road there. Uh, two, Epcot's so close, you you won't have a, a fucking problem. You won't hear any of the music, but you won't you have You still a watch the fireworks. Right. And then... Uh, for Magic Kingdom, they do uh, what's called the perimeter fireworks. So it's no longer just in the park. It surrounds the park. So it just looks like little missiles launching into the sky, blowing up, and looks nice. So that was that would be my little tradition. I mean, it'd still be busy because it's New Year's, but it's not as busy as it's in the park. And again, easy escape. Because the moment you see that last firework go off, you can run to your car and get out or you're not moving. <laughs> but we didn't do anything too crazy. Uh, as far as like at home New Year stuff, um, I can't really think of any. Like we'd go over to a friend's house every once in a while, whoever invited us over. But most of the time people are working. So that was the downfall of um, working at Disney is that all your friends are at Disney. So even if you got it off, that doesn't mean your friends got it off. Exactly. In fact, most of us were working. I only ever worked one new year's Eve at Disney. Fortunately was a day shift because that was a good thing about interventions was we still closed. (laughs) So, uh, but I remember, I just remember there was a 45 minute wait to get people into vision house. Good God. And that was, that was just crazy because there's just a crazy amount of people in the parks. I also remember that Epcot was the only park that didn't hit phase four closing. Every other yeah. park in central Florida, including Legoland, Bush Gardens and both universals <laughs> all hit, all hit it. And the, the three Disney parks did, but not Epcot because we, we had, we have the room. We really do. But there's not. There's also not a whole lot, uh, a lot of rides to do there. Like, if you want to do rides, Epcot's not the park for you. But if you want great food and just great atmosphere and theming, Epcot's fucking perfect. That's why Epcot's my favorite park because even though it's so huge, it's still because it doesn't have a lot of thrill rides. It gets. It does get less foot traffic for those types of people. And it's a much more laid-back park than any of the other parks. And because it's got so much room, it's very easy to not get crowded. Like, the only time you're ever really going to get crowded at Epcot is queuing up for a ride. Yeah. because they're Or going to watch the fireworks or something. Something where there's going to be a typical crowd. But other than that, you're always pretty much in the clear from all that stuff. And I, I love that. What about you, Dan? You have any... You ever done anything fun for New Year's Eve or have any New Year's Eve traditions? I do the same thing pretty much every year of my whole life. We just get a bunch of snack food, like crackers and cheese and stuff and different meats. And we 
There is absolutely there is absolutely nothing wrong with just eating your way to the new year. Like I don't see there's no problem with that at all. New Year's rocking Eve and wait till midnight. There's been a few years where we had all the rest of the nearby North Carolina South Carolina family come by and for it, but it's been a few years now. This is the first year we we got rid of cable because we got rid of cable at early 2020. So, oh yeah, that was a thing this year. Because uh, we were watching on Hulu, on Hulu's TV, so we're watching it through the internet through a thing. So midnight in New York happened at twelve oh three. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that was the other thing. Uh, that was the other big thing. Was I always watched the Dick Clark one? That was the only yeah. one I would. I would. That was the one I always had to watch. And even after he passed away, I still refused to watch any of the other ones, even though I had to deal with Seacrest. Oh, Seacrest. But this year, I did something completely different. Turn it off at midnight. Didn't watch any of that. I went to my island in Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I did the countdown with them. And all the villagers gathered in the plaza. They had a giant countdown clock. And everyone counted down together. And then they shot off fireworks and... And partied, and I woke my wife up to give her a kiss, and she barely talked through it because she was already passed out because she doesn't even make it to midnight anymore. And then I played for a little bit on my island to see if anything different was going to happen, and then I just signed off and went to bed. And I was laughing because she did because she wasn't going to experience it, so she did the time travel deal, and she's like, "Yeah, they partied all the way up until five a.m. because in Animal Crossing." The the day events switch over at five a.m. So it's such a weird weird time to do it because like what's five hours behind us? No, I understand why they do it because that that gives people who work late a chance to play through the night on that same day. In case you're one of those late workers or anything, so if there's night visitors or daily shit you didn't get a chance to do, you have the you have all that time to do it, but. Villagers do start going to bed around 11 p.m. The late, my lazy villager, Bob, always goes to bed first. And then they'll slowly keep on going, except for, uh, the sisterly villager, Cherry. She's always up the latest, but then she also sleeps in the latest because they don't start waking up until like 7 a.m. But, because that's the other thing was like the one time I was playing before work and I logged in before 7 in the morning because it was going to be a really early day and, Nobody was awake yet, and then at 7 a.m., all of a sudden, people started showing up. But some of them will sleep in super late. But yeah, that was what I did this year, was I decided to do the New Year's Eve celebration with them. And then, once I realized it was going to be the same thing until 5 a.m., I was like, I guess I'm done. I'll just go to bed now. (laughs) But you know what my last meal of the year was? Ale House. Mm. Miller's Ale House. A Zinger Mountain Melt. Lucky. I haven't. I don't know if there's an alehouse around here. I think yeah. did, did we look once or something uh, like off stream. Yeah, the we, the closest alehouse to you is the one by me. <laughs> so so <Yeah>. when <laughs> all the food stuff. The got, closest uh, Earl of Sandwich to you is the one by me. <laughs> Get your ass over here, Eric. Not uh, that. Yeah. Not that <laughs> far away. I'm closer than than when you were in Florida. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. But you're still like eight hours away. What's eight hours? Just a work day. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. 
Just I've saying. driven eight hours before. <laughs> yeah, it's a pain. I'm going to I'm going to zoom out on the map real quick, zoom into your area and see if I do a search for alehouse if it if it pops up. Miller's alehouse. Miller's alehouse. Like, How you looking over there? Uh not seeing a Miller's alehouse. Looking up alehouse did pull up other stuff. Yeah, no. If it's not a Miller's alehouse, it's not really an alehouse. Are you we sh- about that? <laughs> all right so let's do the let's do the country thing all it keeps doing is giving me freaking lancaster and i'm trying to like zoom out on the map so it'll give me all the miller's alehouses and it's just not doing that it's this literally it's literally not cooperating mine's either in georgia or virginia Miller's Alehouse, sea locations. Ah, oh, god damn it. It just keeps bringing me back to... Yeah, so Google Maps is being a dick. It's not going to cooperate. We just go to the actual Miller's Alehouse website. Yeah, you can do that too. It's so freaking good, though. Like, it is the... It's so friggin' delicious. Their stuff is just friggin' amazing. And my favorite things, of course, are the zingers, but also the chicken nachos. And chicken it's funny... Nachos. Just they're loaded nachos or loaded fries. They're loaded nachos with chicken on it, and they have they come with everything. And they're supposed to be an appetizer for the whole table to share. But I would just get that as my entree <laughs> because that <was> legit. <laughs> I mean, all right. So let's see. We have Florida locations. We have Maryland. We have Pennsylvania. Uh, there's probably some a little closer to you, if on in the Pennsylvania side. Uh, New Jersey has three. Georgia has two. Tennessee has three. Illinois has got a couple. Yeah, I'm not going out to Illinois. <laughs> Delaware, Virginia, and New York. Yeah, you might as well just come here <laughs> at, the, yeah. at that point. At least then we'll get to hang out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'll be like, all right, this is what we're doing. We're going to Ale House for dinner, but going to Earl of, Earl of Sandwich for lunch. Do you remember what my uh, – or did I tell you what my first meal of 2021 was? No, Red, was Ro- it? Red Robin. Red Robin? Got my two favorites. I love Red Robin. It was my first meal, but our dinner yesterday was for the first day. It was a brisket. So that was good. Ah, what did I have for- Oh, yeah, I just had cereal. Oh, my lazy ass. I didn't do shit. <laughs> have you guys? So other... One day we're going to have to get sponsors for this podcast so we can actually make some revenue off of it. But have you guys heard there's this uh, cereal called Magic Spoon. It sponsors a bunch of the podcasts I listen to. Apparently no. it's like a it's a uh, it's like sugar free, gluten free, GMO free. It's like this all natural thing, but apparently it's really, really fucking delicious and it tastes amazing and people legitimately just rave about it and they have a hundred percent guaranteed deal so if you don't love it they'll refund your money so that's almost like a it's almost like a a risk-free thing and i kind of want to try it because they have like six different flavors and you can just get like a combo box and i was like uh, i think the combo box comes with three or four so i was like well screw it i'm gonna get I'll just get them all. And it's like, it's not, I mean, it's not cheap, but it also has the, uh, 
It also has the deal where you can just use the podcast codes and get stuff off. But if it's that good and it's it's healthy for you and it still tastes good, it might be worth at least trying. And they have a, yeah, they've got fruity cocoa, blueberry, peanut butter, cinnamon, and frosted. So I would definitely try all of those because I love shit like that. Yeah, the variety pack, you can only pick four. So I'd have to, I'd probably end up getting two variety packs. There's six flavors, so... Well, what I would do is I would probably just pick the first four and then whichever two I like the best, I would get that with my next variety pack when I get the other two. But yeah, it sounds, it sounds really delicious and I kind of want to try it. All right, let's have, let's have the conversation. Let's, let's do this because we're down the rabbit hole now. What is your favorite cereal? Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one, isn't it? Um, I, it really comes down to two for me, right? There's one cereal that I can have any type of, like any time of day and be okay with. And it's pretty plain. And then there's one that I can only have for breakfast, but man, does it beat the other one by far. Okay. So what's the, what's the anytime one then? Uh, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. That's a good right. one. That's a really good one. So it doesn't matter. Like if I don't have milk, oh well, Honey Nut Cheerios. I, I'd uh, agree with that. Yeah, like you're a baby. Hell yeah! Like any time of day. Like if it's dinner, if I if I just fucked up and thought I had like some steaks or something, and then I didn't have anything, <laughs> and everything's closed, but I had some Honey Nut Cheerios. I haven't Honey Nut Cheerios for dinner. Like that's pretty much it. But the one that beats it for breakfast for me is Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. I've always Captain been. Is the shit, but I can't have it without milk. And then I honestly can't have it outside of breakfast, really. Okay, the crunch berries, I don't mind having those as a snack. But yeah, I def I do like the uh just I, I, I like my cap and crunch with crunch berries, but I, I want it with milk and I wanna Oh, it's so freaking good. Right? That's one of those things where, like, everybody's like, oh, it's funny. It cuts the roof of your mouth. I'm like, what is wrong with all of you? Do you guys just suck at eating cereal? I have never once gotten cut by a Captain Crunch piece. Maybe you guys just suck at what you're doing. <laughs> like, maybe that's it's one of those things, right? Like, what what is actually wrong with you? So let's look at some of the uh, – what about you, Dan? What do you got? Frosted mini wheats. Oh, I love frosted mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats are so good. They're so they freaking right. good. Ah, they're good. They're so good. So let's see what a uh, sugar, and then they'll keep you from having poop problems. So Great. I'm looking. I'm looking at some of the. Uh, I got like a list of cereals here. I'll go through and find some of the the good ones out of the list. Um, first of all, I used to love the Alphabet cereal when I was a kid, but only with the marshmallows. Now there's no point in getting it because they don't have marshmallows anymore. The vowels were marshmallows. Trash. Like it's like trying to eat kicks. Yeah. You realize, uh, oh wait, that was all lies. This does not taste good at all. They have Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks is still around. That's that's a good cereal. I will I'll still eat Apple Jacks, given the choice. But it doesn't taste like apple. But it's still good. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was the it's whole commercial. Still good. Can- yeah, I know, right? It tastes like an apple. Who, who cares? God damn it. <laughs> um, the monster cereals. 
good old Booberry. Yeah, I got the all all of them a few years ago when they did the retro boxes. Yeah, there's and I kept the boxes, so they're somewhere in here. They're good. Oh, I dig them. Uh, let's see. We have we just talked about Cap and Crunch. Let's see what other. I'm looking for things that actually says to present. Here's so here's. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, I was getting to that one. Yeah. Well, I'm, I just got the Cheerios on the list. So there's there's so many different varieties of Cheerios. I, I do like the Apple Cinnamon Cheerios a lot. I've always enjoyed those. Um, yeah, those are the those are the best Cheerios. Fruity Cheerios is just like having Fruit Loops to me. It tastes pretty much the same. So I'd rather just have the Fruit Loops because they're bigger. So when did you lose your mind when you realized that all? Loops are just the same mixed flavor. They're not actually color by color. I don't know if I ever thought they were a different flavor, to be honest with you. Like you're I, supposed to like, oh, but the purple one is the grape flavor and the, you know, the red no, one is the apple flavor. I don't no, think I ever, mixed. yeah, I don't think I ever had that before. Um, do you guys like check cereal at all? No. I do. I'll eat, gotta, I'll eat. Same as life, like, it's got to be a cinnamon. Or it's <laughs> or fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, cinnamon toast crunch. I will eat that. That's one I can eat as a like a trail mix snack. Like just yeah. put it in a baggie and just give it to me. But the issue is that you're gonna have sticky. Yeah, but God, it's not it's... as bad as like Cheeto hand, but it's still bad enough. Oh, they're so they're so damn good though. Cocoa puffs. Cocoa puffs. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of chocolate, but I can understand why people like it. I, I do enjoy the uh, I do enjoy my cocoa puffs. If I get if you get like the little variety boxes, and they, they one of them's a cocoa puffs, I will always go for that one pretty early on. Cookie crisp, I used to love cookie crisp. Cookie yeah. crisp was good. Cookie yeah. crisp was freaking amazing. And I remember they they released like the Chips Ahoy cereal, and I was like, I'm gonna try this. I'm like, I should have bought cookie crisp because it's the same thing, and I think this one was more expensive. So I was a little disappointed. I will still on occasion go for your classic Rice Krispies or cornflakes or something. If that's like if I'm like at a hotel and they got cereal options, I'll sometimes go for that. Um, but yeah, I, I like my I like my flavored cereal here. Let me keep going here. They've got a bunch of discontinued cereal too, like the Nintendo cereals and like. I mean, you got to have something like like, like corn cornflakes is like ugh. And you realize, oh, wait, what I wanted was Frosted Flakes. You wanted the Frosted Flakes, yeah. I actually, <laughs> I've tried the Ego cereal. It's not bad, but it's just not something that I think I would. I'd rather just have French revisit. Toast Crunch or Waffle. French Crunch. Toast Crunch is actually pretty damn, pretty damn good, yeah. I've never ha- tried any of the Funko or FYE cereals because they're like 12 bucks. I know you get a Funko Pop with them, but I just don't see the point. And you get the, your Bootios. Your bootios, yeah, exactly. Uh, and, I, and I'm pretty sure they're all the sa- exact same cereal, just it's just Funko Pop. A generic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, so uh, this has always been a controversial one. I fucking hate Fruity Pebbles. They've always given me a horrible stomach ache. So oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't I, know I why. I don't know why I stopped eating them, but when you said Fruity Pebbles, the, the first thing that came to mind was the um, uh, Snap Crackle Pop. And I love that fucking cereal. Rice Krispies? Yeah, Rice Krispies. The Rice Krispies. Tr- 
the Rice Krispie Treat cereal used to be my favorite thing ever, and I was so Where excited when it came back. It? Yeah, I was so excited when they brought that back. Now, I think you, you can only really get that yeah, like online or Walmart. And the fruity. The pea balls. Yes. Uh, Golden Crisp, I've never been that into. Mm, guess I forgot to put the fog lights in. <laughs> great, great Simpsons joke, but... I uh, can't say that I was ever a big, big fan of that one. I wasn't really big into Honey Bunches of Oats either. Uh, I know. Well, that was an adult cereal. Yeah. Well, they, I would always have that if I like, stayed at my sister's house because she always had like the adult cereals and then like the kids cereals. And I was too, I was too polite to try and have some of the kids cereal too. But, but, uh, uh, Honeycomb. I used to love the commercials. Uh, I never got that into that cereal, though. I gotta, it, I gotta say. It becomes a generic cardboard flavor. Yeah, there, apparently there is a Hershey Kiss cereal that came into production last year. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. I'll do that on occasion, though. I'll go down the cereal aisle, and I'll look to see if there's something I've never tried before, and I'll go for it if I can, uh, if I decide that it's, uh, something worth trying. But most of the time, I'm just kind of like... Sounds like it would be awful just you know, constantly unwrapping like 50 Hershey Kisses and put it in a bowl and then pour milk on it. Uh, this cereal's this here's one. Have you ever tried Crave? You guys ever tried that one before? Nope, never even heard of it. So they're basically they're cereal chunks, but they have a flavor inside of them. So like chocolate crave is like your Oh yeah, I've had chocolate crave, yeah. Yeah, your standard it's like I don't know if it's like a white or wheat wheat based cereal. But uh, it's got like a chocolate chunk in inside, so that one it's good. But you one hundred percent don't need the milk. It's better to just eat the shit out of that thing right out of the box. Yeah, I used to like Kicks as a kid, and I used to like Life as a kid. I couldn't do them now, but I will still eat my Lucky Charms. Give me my Lucky Charms. I will oh, eat my marshmallow mateys because I get <laughs> the generically right. Five pound bag for the same price as a box of regular marshmallow ladies. And, and despite how you felt as a kid, as an adult, you realize it is the same fucking thing. It, it is, yeah. There is a mini cinnamon churro cereal that Post created that I've never heard of until right now, and it's still in production. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it sounds like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, except for it's going to be in tube shape. Most likely, yeah. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, they have, there actually is a Nesquik cereal, and they brag that it turns your milk into chocolate milk, which, I'm sorry. Cocoa, As does every chocolate cereal. I'm sorry, but Cocoa Puffs already does that, so what's your, what, you get? So does Pebbles. <laughs> right? So, uh, I do like the Oreo O cereal. That's, that one's actually, actually pretty good. They came out pretty well. They actually kind of balanced that pretty well between the chocolate and the, and the cream yeah, that that's that's a pretty good one. Um, let's see. I'm looking for. I'm I'm trying to go through this list because it's there's so many discontinued ones. I'm looking for the stuff that still exists. Uh, I just like the name Quisp for a cereal. I just think that's funny. There's so many different versions of Rice Krispies. I love. So, is there any like generic cereals that you like better than the actual like name brand cereal? Better? Nah. Better. To me, it's the same. Okay. Wait, do you have one? The uh, Lucky Charms one. The Marshmallow, Marshmallow Mateys. 
I can't remember what the name of it is. Probably that one is the one that has like, I think the ratio is off. There's definitely more marshmallows in there than there are regular cereal. Well, I mean, marshmallow mateys is marshmallows right on front street, bro. Well, it sounds like it sounds like it was created by pirates and they want you to have a good time. Right. So (laughs) pirates now. Oh, yes. Lots of pirates. Lots of pirates. Yes. Uh, Were any either of you guys ever into Raisin Bran? No, I'm not a Raisin guy. I love Raisin Bran. I love Raisin Bran so much. And then they came out with Raisin Bran Crunch. Yeah, the Raisin Bran Crunch was good, too. I love the... What was the one that they... um, It was like a Raisin Bran mix something where they had fucked it up. And instead of putting in the... um, the, the the flakes that you would get, it was literally Cheerios and Raisin Bran stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember? They would do these weird hybrid mixes. I really love that one because they Sometimes had one where it was basically the Honey Nut Cheerios and then they just tossed in raisins in there. And I was just like, what? Yes, this is, this is exactly what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember Blueberry Morning? No, I do no. not. From Post's Great Grains. Oh, that was so good. Ooh, Blueberry Morning. Because it was like an adult cereal, but there's freaking blueberries in it, dude. Did you ever have the Star Wars cereal? It's pretty good. No. It's pretty Never good. Never had it. Remember the Nintendo cereal? Barely. Ma- there, was a, there was a Mario bag and then a Zelda bag. Yes, there was two bags in there. I remember that. Yeah. And the Zelda one was not terrible. Oh. Know why everybody hated it so much? Uh, how about tricks? Silly rabbit. So I remember, like, so apparently in the last ten or so years, tricks went back to being balls, and yes. people are like, "I remember when I was a kid, and they were shaped like fruit." And I'm like, "I remember when I was a kid, and they were balls." <laughs> yeah, they went back. Yeah. <laughs> like I get that I'm ancient. <laughs> but they were balls when I was a kid. Then, like, it shaped like the fruits. Again, it's a fruit cereal, so every it doesn't matter what fruit it looked like. It was the flavor of all the fruit flavors. So, it- did you ever hear the? Did you ever hear the thing where they're like, maybe tricks doesn't look like fruit anymore because we're no longer kids, so we can't see it. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, no, 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 we're not playing that game. That's. <laughs> It's like it's like that bell that it, the uh, bell that doesn't ring if you don't believe in Santa Claus. <laughs> like, God damn it, stop doing this to me! <laughs> All right, I have a uh, I have a list of cereal mascots in front of me. Let's go through and see how many of these are are good or which ones suck ass. So we'll start with uh, we'll start with the General Mills list, and we'll start with Booberry himself. He looks in the old version stoned, in the newer version pedophile. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, we have Buzz. That's the Honey Nut Cheerios B. Yeah, he's classic. Uh, we have. Do you remember the Cookie Crook and Officer Crumb? Oh, obviously. And then they gave him a dog eventually. Yeah, Chip the dog, and then Chip became a we're wolf. Supposed to, we're supposed to hate the guy that has a dog. Yeah, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, the crook had a dog, not the cop. <laughs> uh, did you know Count Chocula has a first name? It's Count. No. 
Count Alfred Chocula. Alfred Chocula. <laughs> That's a thing you know now. <laughs> wow. <And don't>... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I don't prefer when I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, I like how the Cinnamon Toast Crunch mascots are just called the Crazy Squares now. Oh, yeah, because they switched to just animating. Of, just of animating the, 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 the serial pieces, yeah. There used to be a professor, Waldo Wigglesworth. Was that a thing? Yeah. It was a character, dude. And then don't forget about Frankenberry, Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy. That's right. Got to have them. Who the fuck? Uh, let's see. We have Lucky. That's the leprechaun. The yes. Lucky Charms leprechaun. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. Sunny the Cuckoo Bird. Oh, yeah. And the Trix Rabbit. To, that's your, Those are your General Mills mascots. Now, let's see you if... You just fucking rabbit. <laughs> All right, let's see what... Let's see who Kellogg's can produce if we can uh, kick their asses here. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. So, let's see. The first one we have are... Oh my god, I don't even know who some of these people are. We have Cornelius Rooster. That's the yep. co- that's the uh the cornflakes rooster. We have Diggum Frog from Honey Smacks. Yep. Who the fuck? Who are some of these people? I like how we have Snap, Crackle, and Pop. So your Rice Krispies guys. And, elves. and then we have Tony the Tiger. And two, famous serial character of them all. And Toucan uh-huh. Sam. So Kellogg's well, has some ma- major players in there. Well, I mean, there's the, th- the issue in the fight between those two is that, like, they might have more impressive characters on the one side, but there's a fucking tiger on the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are great. Do you ever see the thing where it's like, it's like famous mascots and it was a... The thing was, I could kick their ass all the way up to they'll kick my ass. And, like, at the bottom of the list was, like... The uh, the help the uh, hamburger helper hand and the Pillsbury Doughboy, and then at the top of the list was like the Jolly Green Giant and Tony the Tiger. <laughs> You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, Nestle only has one famous mascot, and that's Quickie the Nesquik Bunny. Yep, but he's really famous. Uh, Post has the Flintstones <laughs> and the Honeycomb Kid, the crazy ass. And the sugar bear. Those are your your uh, sugar. sugar bear is uh, uh sugar crisp. Yeah, sugar crisp. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. All right, now Qu- Quaker Oats has nobody actually famous but one, and that's the captain himself, Captain Crunch. That's your Quaker Oats guy, and then everybody else can get fucked. You're dealing with him, you're dealing with the entire ship. Exactly. So. Yeah, he's got a crew. And then every other mascot can get fucked because they either don't matter or, like, nobody gives a shit about Quisp. Nobody <laughs> cares who that is. Oh, yeah, he's a weird alien. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and, yeah. if I, and my apologies if I missed a famous one. Out of all of them, though, who would you say is the most famous? Uh, probably Tony the Tiger. I think you're right about that. Everybody knows he's who Tony the Tiger is. I would say I would say it's a run up between Tony the Tiger. Like if I had to pick the most famous ones, it's probably Tony the Tiger, the Tricks Rabbit, Toucan Sam, 
and probably the Lucky Charms Leprechaun, because they're the ones you would always see in the commercials the most. Yeah. Dude, we should do that in the Tournaments Club. We should do a tournament of cereal mascots. Not the cereal itself, the mascot. It would be a short tournament, but I think that'd be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, we already know who would win, so we'd have to disqualify Tony. No, you don't know that, though. Tony the Tiger's gonna win, bro. But what if Tony the Tiger goes up against Toucan Sam, and Toucan Sam kicks his ass? Then what? What if that happens in the first round? Then what are you gonna do? No lie, it's been a setup. You don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we have to do this, because we have to figure out, and are are people gonna vote for Tony the Tiger because they agree, or are they gonna vote against him out of spite just to to fuck Eric over? Like, you don't don't know. (laughs) Uh, Because I'm telling you right now, I'm voting for the captain all the way. (laughs) Either him or Count Chocula, those are my boys. And, to quote Raj Kuthrapali on The Big Bang Theory... It's a total breakfast sausage fest. There are no female cereal mascots, or at least major ones. Did you know that? Just for Chris, because he would know this person. The voice of Tony the Tiger from 99 to 2005 was WCW's Lee Marshall. Jesus Christ, are you serious? (laughs) I didn't even know that. Oh my God. No, I did not know that. That's really funny. I mean, (laughs) you know. Earl Ravenscroft, and then, yeah, Lee Marshall. That, yeah, totally makes sense. But then, who who is it after he after he died? Because he died in... He died early 2010s, I think. He was just replaced by, like, an understudy for a while, and then didn't get until Tex Brashear. Okie dokie. Put a tiger in your team. He's one, yeah, well, he's one of the icons. Oh, God, there's a whole list of voices here. Yeah. Dallas McKinnon, Thurl Ravenscroft, Lee Marshall, and then... Oh, yeah, and then we have a bunch of different people, depending on where he is. <laughs> he's got his own British voice actor. I want to hear British Tony the Tiger now. I'll have to YouTube some of those commercials. I'm just trying to picture a British accent where somebody is rolling their R's. Uh, I'm sure you can do it. I gotta imagine the Mexican Tony the Tiger was like, <laughs> sure. I don't know. He's going nuts, dude, with the rolling R's in Mexico, dude. Super, super, super Tony the Tiger. <laughs> Jesus Christ versus versus Super Liger. All my fuck. So all, all everything I know about Mexico. Anything is from Mexican wrestling. So <laughs> I I guess we're doing a celebrity death match, but with cereal now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Oh, good old Stone Cold gonna be hosting the show. And here's the what? other thing. Tony the Tiger might have the strength, but if he went up against Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, <laughs> I'm crazy though. He's crazy. Are you, are you kidding me? Freaking Captain has got an entire armada behind him. He just pulls out oh, a gun no. and just shoots he's Tony and the Tiger captain, in the head. Oh, he's just a captain. <laughs> he he's just shoots. Man. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? There's there's no captains in the naval fleet, right? Is that is that a is Captain even a naval ranking? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's whatever the head guy of the ship is called. He's captain. He might not even be of captain st- of rank in the military, but he's the captain of the ship. Let's see. I'm going through the ranks right now. Captain is 06. So yeah, fleet admiral is the highest you can get. Uh, 
after Admiral. Yeah, Captain is before you start getting the Admiral rankings. Your Captain... Have multiple ships on you. So that means he's not the highest guy on the ship. If there's even if there's a real rear admiral lower half, that's yeah. It just, it just depends if the admiral is on. <laughs> yeah, but he's cuckoo, dude. So he's fucking he's crazy. He'll stab you like he's like freaking a crackhead for cocoa puffs, dude. And imagine being a seaman recruit and just and then a seaman apprentice and then a seaman. And that's what you are. You're just a seaman. You're just a seaman. And then it's your time and another one gets there before you. <laughs> well, hey, every one of us was one time the fastest one, so. Yeah, not for long after that, though. Well, you know what, boys? I think I'm ready for some cereal. I'm always hungry. Oh, I got hash always, eggs, actually. Always so. hungry. <laughs> so before we sign off today, what I want to just quickly give a shout out to are our wonderful patrons. Oh, and yes. uh, we have several tiers of patronage that we are. Uh, if you guys do join cl- patron.com slash club kayfabe, if you are a wrestling fan and you want that bonus show, I would recommend signing up now. We are going to start adding new bonus content, though, so we can definitely have uh, more stuff and more incentives for you guys to sign up. Uh, I have been actively talking to people about creating more patron-exclusive content. We have a couple of ideas, and one idea that's currently on the table is because CKCC Radio does have an actual ban on it, the the ban being that... uh, um, no politics, no religion, no controversial stuff like that. Behind the paywall, I have no limitations. So I have actually talked to someone about creating a political satire show for our patron page. I hope that's something you might be interested in. That'll be something to pay for. But we want to create some bonus content there for you guys. And one of the things I was thinking of doing was doing those, uh, like that Super Nintendo show. What I would do is I would release that, the, the primary video on the YouTube channel, and then the full video on Patreon. So if you want to see more gameplay and everything like that. But I'd like to give special shout-outs to all of our patrons. Uh, if you join the $5 tier, you get access to everything. If you join the $10 tier, you get access to everything, and you get some interactive elements. And if you join the $15 tier, you basically all practically become one of us. Where you can really Why help control us? content. Us? So to, to our fifteen and ten dollar patrons, you guys are entitled to shout outs on every episode. And for every episode of the Nerd Table, we're gonna give you a shout out. So I'd like to personally thank Glenn, Jeff, Jay, Adrian, and Randy for being wonderful patrons. And because it's the first show of the new year, I'd also like to give a shout out to our five dollar patrons as well. Matt and Roll. Thank you guys as well. So we do have seven patrons, which is not much, but they are the reason you guys get to listen to this podcast because I just resubscribed CKCC Radio for another year and it's paid up through 2020 up to 2022. And I did that with patron money. So if you guys are enjoying this program, these are the folks you get to thank. And if you actually have an idea, if you said, hey, if you guys did something like this, I would absolutely pay for it. Please let us know. 
I would be more than happy to put out content for you guys if that's how we're going to do this. But uh, Jeff does do bonus episodes of Ranking Tracks, and Matt does bonus episodes of uh, Race Nerd Podcast. So there will be bonus content. And Dan and I are going to do more watch-alongs for wrestling matches, which have been pretty popular when we've done them. We also get my wife to sometimes do, watch a wrestling match and get offer her commentary, which is always a good time. And famously, one of the best matches of all time, she hated. So. Yeah, she bur- <laughs> buried the hell out of it. It's very entertaining. Uh, the next one I want to do with her is I'm going to get her to watch the TLC match from WrestleMania 17. And then immediately after that is the Gimmick Battle Royal. So she'll get a... She'll get the two sides of that. Um, but yeah, any other content, uh, we've come up with ideas and everything. And one of the shows I want to do is going to be uh, Chris Runs for President, is what I'm calling it. And that's where every episode will be a topic and how I would handle it as President of the United States. Which I think will be very entertaining. I was going to do that as like a special around election time for the Patreon page, but... Some people have th- said that an episodic thing would be more interesting because that way you can you can listen to it in chunks, maybe like half hour chunks as opposed to one long three hour thing. So, cool. uh, so yeah, so that's what's co- what's coming up, and uh, we have all these great shows that you guys can listen to right here on CKCC Radio. We have Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, J Bunny's Music Hub, Motivational Moves, The Bored to Death Binge Cast, The Race Nerd Podcast, The Stupid Sexy Podcast, By the Numbers, The A Show, and Chris Ranks the Universe. So that's all stuff that you guys can get this way. And if you guys just need more nerd content, and I know you do. Please check out my friends, The Blake and Sal Show and United We Fan Podcast with Mark and Brian. They're excellent shows, and they also produce some quality content. And one last thing before we leave today, gentlemen, because I forgot to mention this, but one of the Christmas gifts my wife got me was Kane's book about becoming mayor. About becoming mayor? Yes. Is this a new thing that you're running for? No. Do you not know that... that Former wrestler Kane, Glenn Jacobs, is the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, right. You mentioned that before. Yes. Well, this is his book about that, and I'm really looking forward to reading it. Oh, I thought it was like a a how-to guide to become mayor. I was like, okay. It, it might be. <laughs> I don't haven't read it yet. But uh, one of my favorite things is I was looking through the chapter list, and one of them is about Donald Trump. And the chapter title is Donald Trump, WWE Hall of Famer, and President of the United States. And all that does is make me think of Jesse Ventura and how much that has to piss him off that he wasn't the WWE guy that got to be president, but Donald Trump got it first. And I always wondered if that bothered Jesse Ventura. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. He desperately wants to be president, but... He's he's not there. So I look forward to reading that. That's funny. So, yes, uh, 2021 is here, guys. And I hope it's a great year for all of us. Yeah, same. It's got to be better than last year. That's for sure. Yeah, I hope it's at least better. <laughs> <laughs> we guess what we're all hoping for. I mean, we set the bar pretty low. Okay. You don't ask me. I mean, the bar is pretty low, but holy shit. Remember, yeah. remember, like. Remember the murder hornets and the Australia wildfires, and they feel like they were 12 years ago now? Right? You remember they, the insane, like, 
crazy clowns that were running around yet we did nothing with that information that was we just really funny following yeah. it all together there were deaths there were clowns they were, <laughs> we're just like they were, okay there's clowns uh yeah 2020 what an amazing like, we started off with the coronavirus and we ended it up with the uh we ended it with twisted tea so yeah we ended it with twisted tea yeah yeah, what a what a great year! Well, let's take a <laughs> twisted tweet to 2020, and uh, I, I will not be attending the funeral for 2020. It's dead. It's done. No, I'll attend to make sure that motherfucker stays dead. <laughs> and uh, one of my Facebook things this year is I'm going to do another 365 days of music project. I'll just post a song every day. So probably just something I'm listening to with a couple of theme stuff around certain times a year. And then uh, 365 days of Simpsons characters, because that's one of those few shows where there are that many characters. There's way more than that, actually. So 365 days of Twitch streams. Yep. Or today's is going to be, of course, the Among Us stream. So. Exactly. Yep. And I'll start hitting up some of that Super Nintendo stuff soon. So, yeah, 2021 should be productive for us and... I'm going to really start trying to make, make put some time aside and work on that book. Uh, it's a sh- collection of short horror stories is what I'm going to produce first. And I'm going to put the first one out there for free so everybody can read it. And then the other it's, – it's a 10-chapter deal. The other nine will be – I'm going to try to publish with the first one, of course. So. Well, here's hoping that takes off. Yeah. Let's let's all set a goal. Let's all hit our goals and let's have a great 2021. And to all of you, thank you. Please continue to support us. Share this podcast whenever you get it with all your friends and check out the channel and everything else that's on it. There's a lot of quality programming on there. There's something for everybody. I think that wraps it up, guys. I'm hungry. Let's go eat. Yeah, let's go eat. See you guys next week. <laughs> Welcome to the new year, everyone. Take care. Bye. For more great content like this, be sure to check out CKCC Radio and subscribe to never miss an episode.